Welcome to the Scrubverse Podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension. I'm sorry. Have you ever seen his stand-up? Uh, the guy that plays. You ever seen The Hangover and uh, all that stuff? Oh, those kind of movies. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Asian guy. Yeah, his stand-ups are fucking hilarious. I've only seen him in like a few things outside of the Hangover series. Uh, he he has a stand-up on Netflix that's pretty funny. I saw him on the Gong Show. Like they remade the Gong Show from like years ago. <laughs> of course, he was on the Gong Show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> First off, that show's pretty fucking great. Secondly, mm. uh, he's almost like this Simon Cowell-esque character. I don't know if well, You know like, he's a real doctor. Well, yeah, he is a real doctor. But, like, yeah. any time that he was talking to the performers, he was just completely degrading them. Like, every single yeah. fucking time, giving them low scores and shit. But it was, it was funny. So. Yeah, that's all that matters. Let's get to the real fucking icebreaker. Yeah. This- Fucking dumbass shit. Just on a fucking whim, GameSpot posts up this trailer for a game called I Am Jesus Christ. And it opens up with just, I think Jesus is walking like by himself and there's like this this desert area. He's walking in the desert, yeah. And uh, this this old woman starts walking towards him. And you, you what you're supposed to do is you, you put your hands out to heal her and you give her some sort of miracle i'm not sure what type of miracle it was i don't remember but like uh he made her it was the blind one okay making the blind see you can see now but he goes around to all these different individuals and he goes healing them uh and it closes out with like him on the cross uh and then you look to like the thieves to the left and to the right and then it blanks out and you're you know you're in the resurrection tomb and shit like that but what really threw me off is that Screen Rant posted up a, <laughs> I guess, like an article trailer type thing where it's like play as Jesus Christ in this highly realistic first person shooter coming to Steam. And apparently <laughs> you're supposed to have a one on one with fucking Satan. And I'm like, I got to see a, re- this a realistic, a fight. realistic fight between you and Satan. And I checked out the the Steam page and that shit is fucking real. So like the part where I didn't see this, I didn't see the Satan no, f- fight. You got to check out the steam homepage or not the steam homepage but the steam storefront page for I am Jesus Christ. And you got to start like cir- cycle through the pictures and there's a fight where you see this man and he's possessed by Satan. And I think what it's supposed to be is either when Jesus is in the desert for 40 days in his fast and the devil tempts him, but the devil doesn't, like, take a demon form. He just comes up to him no. in the form of a man trying to tempt him. I don't remember if there was any other instance where Satan disguised himself as a uh, as an individual. But at the end of the game, apparently, you're supposed to be in hell. And you're, you're going mano what? mano. <laughs> Say, I swear to that God. didn't happen in the Bible. 
I swear to God. But just you said that. Fuck off with all this. The old lords and the swear to gods aren't gonna work in this part. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Screen Rant reports that a bizarre new game called "I Am Jesus Christ" appeared on the Steam store page, advertising itself as a highly realistic simulation game. I just I'm so ready to see the backlash from the game the is created and- as uh, by as of yet unknown developer Simulum. <laughs> And published by Playway, a publisher known for well-received simulation titles like House Flipper and Car Mechanic Simulator. Oh shit, those actually weren't bad games. Well, Car <laughs> Mechanic Simulator was actually pretty decent. So House Flipper is not bad if you can fucking understand it. <laughs> uh, the game has no clear release date and is marked as coming soon on Steam. I, I hope it comes I out on. Hope, I hope it comes out on Easter. <laughs> I hope that it comes out soon. I hope that this isn't a fucking joke. Like I hope it comes out the three days after. <laughs> I hope it comes out on Easter. That would that would be fucking crazy. Maybe maybe Good Friday. Maybe Good Friday. And like then, like yeah. you can't beat the game until Easter. And Wait, wasn't Good Easter. Friday the day that Jesus died? Yeah. Why do we call it Good Friday? I mean, I guess technically him dying for our sins. Hold on. Didn't in theory, let me let me precipitate <laughs> all of this in theory, and th- <laughs> this is all ideolo- ideologies. Uh, but yeah, I, okay, yeah. I always thought that was fucked up as a kid. I was like, yeah, man, I got died, but today's Good Friday, and I don't have to go to school. But all right, sure, whatever. I don't understand the significance of the ash. Like Catholics put ash on their foreheads. Um, I'm not following what they just want to look cool. <laughs> look cool. I think it looks stupid. It, it brings the little boys in. So, <laughs> oh man. No, it. Yeah, apparently it covers the time period from Jesus's baptizing to his resurrection. Yep. The New Testament. Uh, key features section claims that 30 of the miracles can be performed throughout the game. It also advertises an open world, something that can be called the superpower of the Holy Spirit and a realistic fight <laughs> with Satan. How? How? What do they mean by realistic fight? So, What do they mean? <laughs> so, um, per the lore, Jesus dies for the lore here it goes down to hell <laughs> where he is in hell for three days uh and he is supposed to be victorious over satan and takes the keys of hell itself uh and i'm, I'm paraphrasing because it's been a while since i've read this bullshit um, oh yeah <laughs> but i mean th- there's a lot going on like the the veil that splits up the spirit of the Lord and the priests like cut straight down the middle and yeah. yeah. This is just Gandalf. Sorta. Yeah. This is all this just is, Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd rather watch Lord of the Rings than read the Bible. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I mean, I would too. I mean, I would save a whole lot of time. I would rather watch the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings Those than read the, the Bible. Those are the only versions that I've seen. Oh my god! So you're just like, yeah, <laughs> Fellowship of the Rings, eight hours. Yeah. Like, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> I mean, I hope you could go through this game and not do any miracles. <laughs> I would be like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> just be like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. We, I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, you go down, you go to fight the devil, and the devil's like, you know what, bro, you're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you all right. I, I wish I could. Oh what's, what's his name? I think his name was like Nehemiah. And when he goes to the city of Nineveh after being eaten up by the the big fish. And he's just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to warn the people. I don't want to profess to the people. 
What do we always say? Fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> that's just what it is. I'm probably getting my Bible stories mixed up. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. You know what? You could tell me anything right now and I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so far removed from that shit that I... I, I second guess myself all the fucking time. The yeah. thing that I mean, if we start talking about mumbo jumbo, do you want me to tell you about the st- backstory of Mega Man and everything? Oh yeah, because I can do that. <laughs> I can Hell do that. Yeah. This is just shitty fan fiction, is what this is. This is all this is. Like I know people. I'm gonna. I, if you're, I don't care if you believe in the Bible, all that stuff. But this is my pot. This is half my podcast, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I go, so that's the thing. I live in an area of the United States, and I have in-laws and parents where I am an atheist, and I just keep my mouth shut. I, it's easier to not fucking talk about there's, it. There's no way that you can talk in that area. Like the Bible Belt, you open your mouth, and it's immediately triggering somebody else. And that I'm fine with the triggering. I'm just lazy, and I don't want to like fight the battle that I know is going to take a long time to fight. So that's why I go all out when we talk about it on the podcast. I, I don't know. Like, growing up, and I, I'm pretty sure that I talked about this previously uh, when we had Connor on. Um, there are just, like, growing up, I was all about the, the militant atheism type shit. But you don't win any friends. You No one cares. Like, no, no one cares. You look like the asshole. Most of the time, especially if you're the initiator. And then... If you're not the initiator and someone just comes up to you and it's like most of the time you're surrounded by people who are believers of, you know, varying degrees. I mean, I'm the minority, so I look like the asshole regardless. It's crazy because it's you're criticized in both ways. Mm -hmm. You're criticized if you're too aggressive with it. And you criticized as being weak, a weak atheist if you don't talk about it. Yeah. So that's when all the Christians try to gang up on you and be like, oh, well, this is this. And I'm like, look, I'm just trying to be quiet and trying to get through my day. But you motherfuckers are making it real hard. <laughs> it's. I, I used to I lo- used to look for the fight. Now I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want either. it anymore. Also, it's, if you took Jesus Christ out of this game, this game would just like. This trailer doesn't show a lot. <laughs> I like am Jesus like, Christ. If, if you, you take if you the did, central figure of the game out of the out no, of the game. if you were to take this out and not even like if it's not called I am Jesus Christ, it'd be, be called whatever the fuck. And you don't make the guy look like Jesus Christ, and you do all this. It like, doesn't look like, like Jesus Christ, right? Everyone's Jesus Christ was not a white guy. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but oh man, this is this is. Cool. I mean, this is better than rape day. Like, I could have this in my Steam library and nobody will really judge me. I'll probably get some looks. It's like it's like when I started playing Kokatsu Party and everyone was looking at my status update, seeing me play Kokatsu Party. Um, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll probably get less strange looks because they know what I'm about. This, this is a little bit different, but I think it's cool in a morbid sense. I mean, if we look at the trailer, too, like, there's not much that you're showing in gameplay. You're just waving your hands a little bit. I think it's just <laughs> about it. really, really early. I wonder how in-depth they're going to get. <laughs> Can we get in the beta of this? <laughs> I Do you want to be in the beta of I Am Jesus Christ? I, I will call them. Oh, God, no. I will call them. It is amazing that simulation games, like simulation games are something that I would never have thought 
Well, let me rephrase that because I, as a guy that, like, as a person that played Harvest Moon on all the time, Harvest Moon is just a simulation game too. Yeah, it's a much it's a much dumbed down version of what farming and you know owning a farm is, but people fucking love like Euro truck like truck simulator and uh, all of these simulators. It's amazing how much like people buy. Like I have seen the setups and the rigs for people that play the Euro Truck Simulator games. Like they have it decked out to where it looks like they're in a semi. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've seen those things. They're 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 really elaborate in some of them. Like even think back to and I'm I'm gonna fuck it up. I know I'm gonna fuck it up. Mister Haru is gonna be in the Discord being like, <laughs> no, no, dude, we got laughed at so hard about our Sonic lore last week. I was like 95% on the way. I just didn't know that it wasn't supposed to be knuckles. You know this is I, why we can't do it. We can't do it live anymore. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> that's that's why we can't do the podcast. Don't, no, don't, we, don't acknowledge the chat and then we'll talk about it later. Oh um, yeah. But no, I like I was so sure that that was supposed to be knuckles. And I mean, he's right. It's probably a Mandela effect. But regardless, um <laughs> shit. What the fuck were we talking about again? Jesus Before Christ, yes, man. I know about Jesus Christ. But, I mean, you had Do you? <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's you sort were... of reminiscent to the old, uh, uh, not Wonder Tree, uh, Wisdom Tree games, like way back in the day for the, uh, the NES. And I think they might have had a Super Nintendo release. I know they definitely had a Sega Genesis release. Um, but spiritual warfare growing up was like this mock no 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 hear me out it's this mock like legend of zelda style game where instead of looking for the pieces of the triforce you're really looking for the pieces of the you know the armor of lord and the sword of the spirit and the armor of god that's that's what that shit was and you had to like solve bible verses and then like these people who fucking uh like sinning they become like these demons and shit like that, and you gotta go kill them. Like you're not allowed to go into the bar. Like you're never allowed to go into the bar. The bar is a place where fucking like heathens reside and shit like that. And if you go oh in there, they God. take away like I don't know if it's like parts of your your uh, your armor, but they take they take something away from you. It's like prayer points or some shit like that because you'll <laughs> you'll be challenged on like Bible verses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, prayer I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh I'm, I'm not lying to you. In fact, I oh, want to send this shit to you right now. I'm just getting flashbacks because, like, I was I went to college as or not college. I went to church when I was younger, and you know, because like you don't know, mm-hmm. like you're basically forced to go. Especially in your situation, you were just fucking forced to go. Yeah. But I went. I went to vacation Bible schools. I was forced to go watch Passion of the Christ in the movie theater. We like, went on a fucking field trip for that shit. We went as a school, as a church, and it was my mom's favorite fucking movie, and she had to support the fucking director, who's Mel Gibson. He don't need your money. But anyway, I saw that movie like six times. That shit's fucking ridiculous. My mom bought that movie, and we had to watch it three Easter's in a row. I went and saw The Grinch (laughs) on a field trip. (laughs) I didn't go on the field trip. I was just forced to go watch it. At least Man. the Grinch has like Jim Carrey in it. That's the version. Yeah, it was, it's all, pretty right? good. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, but 
This, this is no, this, man. Go ahead. I don't expect this game to do good or anything like no, that. No, no, like, no. It's going to be like one of those uh, Hayato. What is it? Not Hayato. The you know the um, the dating simulator, but with it's all with the birds. Oh yeah, or it's gonna be like the KFC simulator. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit. Um, yeah. That KFC sim, uh, dating sim was fucking hilarious at some points. I did not get a chance to play that, so I watched uh, someone on YouTube do a playthrough of it. Right on. <laughs> there's a there's a part where you die. But how you die is because you ate chicken that tasted so good, it took you to, like, another plane of existence. <laughs> like, you basically ate the, the colonel's chicken, and you went to Nirvana, so you got a game over because you couldn't progress in the game. <laughs> it's, it's fucking stupid, dude. Like, you give people enough time and the resources, they're going to come up with some dumbass shit. I mean, are you able to cheat on him? Like, can I go to Popeye's and get their chicken? I don't or, know. Or nah. That not allowed. Nah, I don't know, man. But Whatever. right now, the memes or the memes and the uh, the retweets on this, I like on the IGN uh, trailer that was posted are fucking spot on. They're fucking hilarious on Twitter. So you should go check those out. It's really funny. Oh my god, I just realized we record our podcast and then three days later it comes out. <laughs> We're the Jesus Christ of shitty information. <laughs> We're three they days can't hear late that, on everything. They they can't hear that, Chris. <laughs> Doesn't matter. This is one hundred percent a clip. So <laughs> another oh, fucking gift for you to for you to make it's pretty good I, I haven't done a gif in a while yeah it's getting close you you brought it up whatever that's good i'm gonna have a fucking library of yeah let's talk uh, weeks. but yeah i'm done with this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh not anything exciting uh work has been rather busy um i did finally fix up my gaming office so to say so now i have uh tv like large, not really large. I would say it's about a forty inch. You're gonna have that broke neck, yep. broke neck like that's, I did. That's why. That's why I lean back. <laughs> it was really bad for streaming, because I'd just be like, "Well, that I got to <laughs> try it out for my stream on Wednesday. I was playing a robot named Fight. I was originally going to play Valkyria Chronicles, but I forgot to save. I forgot there's no auto save in that game, and I had already done two hours worth of." Uh, progress in that i'm you like i fucking scrub i don't want to fucking do that shit all over again so i was just like what's on my switch since it's already hooked up right. that i haven't really delved into and i remember months ago i jumped into a robot named fight i liked it back then i really like it now i watched like, you play a little bit i had some stuff i had to do wednesday night so i didn't mm -hmm. really get to catch the entire stream um it was pretty good. I had this one guy in there that was like he he like put in 150 hours into the game. So Jesus. it's a procedurally generated Metroidvania. Okay. So the maps are all the same. Like each of the encounters that you come across, they're all the same with the exception of the starting point. The starting point is always kind of unique. Um but the maps are all jumbled around. So from what I'm understanding, if I start off in the upper city and I go south or if I go down, 
um, I can either end up in the caves or the factory. If I go left or right, I could end up in, you know, the, the lower city or I can end up in the, the forest. It sounds like Rogue's Legacy. Maybe. I've never played Rogue's Legacy. But that game's really good. In this game, like, I think there's, like, three or four bosses per area, all of, like, varying degrees of difficulty. And when you beat a boss, you usually unlock, like, a different weapon or another different type of unlockable whatever. Um, but when you find one item or... Yeah, if you find an item and you die, you lose everything. You start from the very beginning, and the location of those items are different. However, they give you different items to kind of perform the same action. And each of the items serve different purposes, but sometimes they, like, overlap into each other. I think that that aspect is it's very interesting. It sounds a lot like Dead Cells, too. Um, again, that's another game that I haven't had a chance to, like, really oh dive into. That game's so good. I, I probably put only like an hour. I passed like the first area. Uh, it's a that's... really good. It's it's a really good game to play. Like like since I fly a lot, mm-hmm. it's a really good game to play on the plane. I heard Dead so. Cells is very similar to. It's like a two D Dark Souls, but Metroidvania combined with it. Yeah, be there's parts that are there, and you got to play fast too because there's certain areas like bonus areas that if you get there too late, it'll tell you like, oh, you're three minutes late. If you okay. got here three minutes earlier, you could have got through this, through That's this wall. Yeah, and uh, but it has a different upgrade system where basically it's like rock paper scissors kind of where you have technical weapons which are in purple, power weapons which are in red, and then uh, like defensive weapons which are in green, and you can upgrade those three areas and some of the weapons will overlap that they're like. This weapon is strictly just a red weapon, but this weapon over here is a red and green weapon because it's a it's like a tech weapon, but you use it as a defensive tech tech weapon and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. Dead Cells is super fun. I really like it. The moves, the movements, really good in that game too. Yeah, that's my biggest complaint about a robot named Fight is that I feel like it's too slow and it's too floaty. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's like a Metroid. It's like a rogue like Metroid. It's, it's really solid. Um, you get unlocked different abilities, but if you like unlock an ability or an upgrade, you may not get that upgrade that upgrade in that playthrough. You have to die and play it on the next playthrough. Oh, okay. In, in Dead Cells, when you die, you just lose your shit. There are upgrades that you, you get like these extra orbs for beating bosses that will let you like keep like gold in between deaths. Mm-hmm. Like keep a per certain percentage and all that stuff. So you, it's 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 really fun. I remember I got into I I got into the beta of Dead Cells like three or three years ago, and uh, I loved it then. And then when it officially came out, it was super fucking good too. So sweet. Um, other than that, still watching Mando. It's great. Still playing. I'm uh, waiting. You're gonna wait I'm for waiting. the end. This I season, like. I, the season's only eight episodes, so okay, I just I like to watch it all. I'm very I'm I'm that new era kind of person where I'm like I don't want to wait week to week anymore. I just want to mm-hmm. watch it all and get done with it. Yeah, that, that's something that's strange because a lot of people are doing the reverse of that now. Um, mm-hmm. Hulu has caught up or is now doing the thing with the anime where it'll keep up with its releases in Japan. So once an episode airs in Japan maybe five ten minutes later it'll air 
on Hulu. It's kind of like the thing yeah, Crunchyroll used to do, um, yeah. which makes sense because they're releasing the episodes as they come out. Um, right. What I'm afraid of them doing is I, I heard that Netflix is st- going to start doing the same thing with certain episodes and I know that or certain shows and I know that Castlevania is supposed to be coming out very, very soon. And I shit, I still gotta yeah, I gotta get caught up on that. To find out that season three is going to be piecemeal to us. Because I don't I don't remember what show it was. I'm not even sure if it was Netflix to begin with, but there was a, a streaming service that said we're gonna go week by week instead of just I mean HB, HBO now did that with Game of Thrones, so yeah, and what the what the justification is is that um, people won't buy the service for a month, binge watch all their shows, and then cut it off until the next time it's exactly, comes out. It's it's exactly what Disney did because after the hype of Disney Plus falling off, like everyone's gotten to watch their old movies that they wanted to watch or their old mm-hmm. cartoons. I mean, if they were to release all of the Mandalorian, then a lot of people probably even now would have already canceled their Disney Pluses. Yeah, I mean, this week we didn't watch Star Wars, but you can only watch, I mean, if you're a mega fan, that's one thing, but you can only watch Star Wars so many times in a decade. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I mean, we did it with HBO. The minute that the season was done for Game of Thrones, I canceled the HBO. It went from HBO Go to HBO Now. I don't know which one it ended in, but the minute the season was over, it was canceled until the next season came out a year and a half later. Now, that is the one thing. Go ahead. Speaking of HBO, I heard that The Watchmen is pretty good. I don't know if you've if you've seen it yet. Or I've heard of it. I've seen things about it, but I haven't looked too far into it. Yeah, I, got, I will I, say that The Wire is one of my favorite fucking shows I've ever seen, and that, start, that was on HBO. I'm not familiar with The Wire. Ooh, that's where Idris Elba like got one of his first big starts. Like, there's a lot of good actors that came out of that, and it's just this fucking. You know how Law and Order's like kind of like the seedy underbelly of shit. The yeah. Wire is the fucking like it was on HBO, so it's like watching Oz or something like that back yeah. then. Where it, was, it was just like HBO, so we could show whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but The Wire is super good. I would put The Wire and Breaking Bad as some of my favorite like tv that i've ever watched when it comes to like dramas and stuff like that breaking bad was just a show i couldn't keep up with i loved the first episode and i i love the characters Mm -hmm. but i just couldn't keep up with it long form shows like that when it's like when you go past the third season it's really hard for me to pay attention to that I didn't start watching it until I think season four was out because I remember waiting for season five to come out and season 5.2 to come out because they they split season five up into two small seasons. Mm -hmm. So like each. Yeah. But I remember binge watching when I worked at the newspaper company because that was somewhere where I worked for basically three hours a day and just sat around for five hours doing nothing. Mm hmm. And I would just watch, like I watched all of The Walking Dead, I watched all of Breaking Bad, and I was just like, holy shit, this show's so good. Like, granted, there's some episodes that aren't as good as bangers as other episodes, but I remember every ending, every mid-season and, like, end-season episode was just like, holy fucking shit, like, it just brought you right back into it. What were we talking about? You were talking about Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... There's been reports that are coming out saying that Mandalorian is right now the number one television show like out there, period, across all yeah. streaming platforms and whatever. And I could just see it 
it's there's a lot of nostalgia that's attached to it. Um, but I think it, what they're doing is that they're capturing that time frame within the Star Wars universe that it's it's not magical. We talked about it. It's not magical. It's gritty. It's the underbelly. There's no bullshit yeah. that's taking place. It's well, because you're gonna get your magical, you know, religious samurais in like two weeks. Yeah, it's so. there's suspense. You're always wondering what's gonna happen fucking next. The the cheesy one-liners are actually pretty fucking great. Uh, now that we're talking about it too, like I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it, like everyone's like, "Oh, the Mandalorian's so good. It's like the best thing on TV right now." What else is on right now? Good question. I mean, I so I don't I don't watch TV. So I mean, let's run down hard. the usual. Let's run down the usual suspects. Like we have mm-hmm. no more Game of Thrones. Walking Dead is basically dead. Uh, I can't really th- like you don't have like Orange is the New Black. That's over. Uh, I a new season was coming out of that. There. OK, so let me rephrase that. This season's over. like this mm-hmm. season came out and it's like done and over with. So we might have another season, but like it's there's nothing out right now that's like giving like. It could be that they're capitalizing on a really like good season for them to come out with something. Cause that, that's true too. Maybe it was intentional. Maybe they. What is they this episode saw. five this week? Yeah, or there's f- only six. Three weeks left. I want. Hold on. Let's see. So, episode five. Oh my. So it looks like the last episode will end on the twenty seventh. Yeah. So five. Six, yeah. So a week after, the new movie comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see that on opening weekend or opening week or the week after. No. I might see it the week after. Um, my old roommate is buying us tickets to go see it. Um, I am not looking forward to it. I'm not. Uh, I, I got I got into it a little bit. Not really into it, but, you know, we, we talked briefly about it on the Discord. And with a yeah. few of my friends and it was just like, how can you say that episode two is the worst movie when there's episode eight? And I'm like, episode eight has its problems. It's, it's got it's got a lot of problems. it has parts you can watch and be entertained. Mm. There's one scene that I think is really, really cool. And then I the, haven't seen it. So <laughs> the rest of the movie can be thrown out. But. When you're comparing to the first two prequel movies, just the editing and maybe not the pacing, because the pacing is really bad in The Last Jedi. Because you don't know what the fuck is going on, because there's four different storylines that are going in opposite fucking they, directions. They, they tried to do, like, I feel like they tried to do an Infinity War slash Endgame. Or it was Infinity War, where they had, like, all the storylines going off. Like, you had... Galax or Guardians of the Galaxy doing their thing. You had, uh, you had what was it? Captain America doing their thing. You had all mm-hmm. these other people doing their thing, where they all came into one thing, which was Thanos. But I feel like in the Star Wars, they were just like, uh, everybody's out here, but we don't know how to get them back. So <laughs> it's not the only issue with that movie. But one of my major complaints with that movie is that it starts off where everything is like happening at the same time, and then. Yeah. At some point, they all split into different directions, and there's no sense of time with each of the storylines. Mm, like okay. everything's supposed to take place in like a matter of hours, but you have Ray's storyline 
that's happening, and it feels like that she's there for fucking ever with Luke. And then fucking Rose and Finn go on this stupid fucking adventure to this gambling world, and they're supposed to find somebody that can deactivate, like, a tracking beacon, but instead they go straight up, like, full-fledged PETA and decide that freeing the fucking animals is more important than helping their buddies out in space who are getting blown to bits by a fucking phaser cannon. And it all supposed to happen within a finite amount of time. That entire section could have been an episode of Star Wars Rebels. It's not super long after episode 7, but again, it's been a while since I've seen episode 7, so I'm not 100% sure. Episode but, 7 I remember being good because it was just a new hope. <laughs> it was okay. That's that's the problem. It's literally yeah. like beat for beat a new hope. Just about. That's why it did so well. <laughs> I guess. But um, it does both of these trilogies like the 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 trilogy now and the prequels just make me appreciate the original three so much more. There there's a nuance to it, man. Like there's a theme we, with each of the trilogies. Like the first trilogy, it's just, you know, going out into uncharted territory, trying out different ways of, you know, editing and capturing footage and telling a decent yet somewhat you know coherent story well not just coherent like you could see certain things like a mile away right you can yeah. you can you can read the writing on the wall when something's about to take place with the with the prequels it was all like cg and high tech and playing homage to the the earlier movies but doing it in such a shitty fucking way that they were just trying to steamroll through it and then these new movies we got to stop talking. Sabotage? Stop. We, can't, we Sabotage. can't be the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's we're going to be talking about it. It's going to be a hot topic for a while. I yeah. Mean, Mandalorian's still good. Like, hopefully that stays good. <laughs> yep. But anyway, enough about that shit. Um, last thing that I did, uh, I wasn't really going to talk about it. I kind of stopped talking about D&D. More or less. Yeah, it's been a little quiet on that front. Revel- well, the thing is, I've been playing it still. Uh, I have my campaign. Uh, it's going in all sorts of weird fucking directions. But you said your players listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's another reason why I, uh, yeah. I stopped talking so about So stop it. listening right now, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm not going to talk about my campaign because I just jumped oh. on a new campaign. Uh, for five, start listening. Start listening again, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, the campaign is called Lost Minds of Fandelver, and it's a campaign that's supposed to take your characters from levels one through five, and then after that, you can tie it into another story. So, what the plan okay. is is that start off with Lost Minds, go into the Tyranny of Dragons, which is the campaign that I'm currently running. Um, I decided to create a warlock. Um, and usually warlocks, one of the most common things that they do with warlocks is that you either listen to, like, some Cthulhu motherfucker or you follow some demon or devil and they make you their bitch for the remainder of your life. I've yeah. kind of taken the middle road. Uh, there is a demon or a devil, I don't remember which of the two, um, called Pale Knight. Uh, she is in league with uh, Baphomet. Um, but she is one of the original demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is D&D. Uh, she's one of sure. the original demons, and her lineage is very similar to that of the Great Old Ones, which is supposed to be the equivalent of the H.P. Lovecraftian 
you know, Cthulhu-esque motherfuckers. Yeah, and Liliana's there, and, like, all those demons yeah. are there. <laughs> yeah, all, all those fuckers are there. Um, the only thing that I want to talk about is just, like, how fucking disturbing. Like, my character's supposed to be, like, really, really, uh, like, looking for the Pale Knight. And the Pale Knight is, like, this figure of a beautiful woman wrapped in this, you know, this white sheet. And she's just supple everywhere. And then when you pull tiggle the veil, bitties. <laughs> yeah, tiggle bitties. And when you pull the veil, it is like this eldritch horror that stands in front of you and just like devours your soul. And if you if you look at it, like you go into madness. Hey man, a hole's a hole. A hole, so. <laughs> a hole is a hole, I guess. Um, no, the, there is no guess. A hole is a hole. <laughs> but the thing that like really has been not bothering me, but like sticking out when it comes to this fucking character is the way that my DM is describing my dreams. Uh, just earlier, uh, I was dreaming that I was in this river of this milky white substance and I was going upstream and I had this stick and I'm, I'm, I'm walking through and I'm trying, I'm getting so tired, but I'm trying to just power through. When I get thirsty, I drink from it. And it's delicious. And I continue to drink from it. And as I go over the hill, it is the milk is flowing from my the paladin's fucking tit. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Oh, okay. Thank God it was the tit. <laughs> <laughs> For audio listeners, I was making like my faces were getting progressively and progressively more grossed out. <laughs> I wish you would have just said dick. I'd have been like, no, nah. it was cum. Nah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't quite that, but it's you. It's delicious. It's like <laughs> pretty much the DM is taking it a step further with all of my dreams and nightmares, and like they're just getting a really I, little too accurate. Like yeah, like there's some sort of fetish going on where it's part voyeurism and part like this this sick, twisted thing that I just did not know about him. Where he's just all about like. The human centipede. And, ah! <laughs> yeah. It's, you need to stop being friends with that person. <laughs> You're going to yeah, wake up doing ass to mouth in the bad way. <laughs> that's that's my week. That's all I have to say. It's uh, That's a good way to end it. Ass to mouth for your week. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So it's my okay week. It's to go uh, ass to mouth on the first date. Uh, sure. After, make sure they finish. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> So mad you didn't point that out. Fuck you, man. I need to go back and watch some old Clerks or old Silent Bob stuff. I need to watch like the original Clerks. That movie it's is good. fucking hilarious. I love it's that great. movie so fucking. In a row. <laughs> 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 My girlfriend sucks thirty-seven cocks. In a row. <laughs> uh, oh, I can sit here and quote fucking Clerks and Clerks Two and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Chase Gamey, Dogma. I get, you know. Which, I still goes, haven't seen Dogma. Dogma's like, great. Th- Chris like, Rock plays Rufus, the Thirteenth Apostle. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, because every character, like he plays the Thirteenth Apostle. Jay or Jay and Silent Bob play two of like muses or something like that. Like supposed to be from the Bible. Uh, Alan Rickman plays the voice of God. Alanis Morissette is God. Like. <laughs> So wait yeah. a second. It's it's Snape. That's the voice of God, but it's yes. 
Okay. Yeah, and uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are Matt Damon's Loki, and uh, Matt or Ben Affleck is something with a B. He's one of the angels with a B. I can't remember the name, but no, that movie's fucking fancy. George Carlin's in it. Yeah, like, that's the great. reason why I want to see that movie. Yeah, he's like that some movie's super fucking good. Catholic priest. Selma Hayek's in it. Uh, Jason it. Lee's in she it. Still get it. She was a stripper in that movie. <laughs> great. It's great, yeah. That movie and From Dust Till Dawn are two of the no. From Dust Till Dawn's the best Selma Hayek striptease. I only saw that movie once, and I don't remember that part. Ooh, that that's the part where they're at the titty twister. That's before the vampires part. Yeah, it's right before. Yeah, like right, the two literally right before. In my mind, is the scene in the very beginning, and then when it all goes to shit. Yeah. So that's why I love that movie. But anyway, uh, we had a couple things happen in some games that I played this week. So the first major update that we had for uh, it was Monster Hunter update. Uh, We got the new Monster Hunter update that went live. Uh, For anyone that doesn't know about Monster Hunter, there is a monster in that game called the Zenogre. And it is a Thunder Wolf. And he's super fucking cool. Needs to be a metal band, man. (laughs) Thunder Thunder Wolf. Wolf. Thunderwolf Zenogre. Uh, but anyway, uh, in Monster Hunter, you have your main monster series. Like, you have Rathalos, Raytheon, Zenogre, all that stuff. But then you can also have what's called subspecies, which, uh, like, a subspecies of the regular Rathalos would be a... There's one that's an Azure Rathalos, which is a blue Rathalos, but it's a little bit stronger, has different moves, and its armor and are different. Then there's, mm-hmm. like, Silver Rathalos, well, Zenogre just got his subspecies that's been in other games, and it's called the Stygian Zenogre. And instead of absorbing lightning and shooting lightning out, it absorbs dragon element and shoots dragon element lightning out of its body. Because what it is, the, the reason that the Zenogre, he's basically just a regular-ass big wolf, but he eats these bugs that are called fulgur bugs. And the, bu- the fulgur bugs eat berries that are electric berries so they become electric and he eats the bugs that makes him electric that gives him electric powers well the reason yeah it makes perfect sense if you don't think about it uh but the stygian zenogre eats a different kind of bug that eats dragon berries so that's why instead of the regular zenogre is like yellow and kind of like a teal blue teal green this stygian zenogre's black gray and red and he's fucking cool looking. I mean, they uh, have different strategies, right? It's not just like a reskin. No, 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 no. They have different uh, fighting styles and all that stuff. So Okay. Uh, actually, this one, like, Zenogre is so crazy with how he jumps around and shit that this one's actually a little bit easier to fight. Because okay. he's he doesn't jump around as crazy. He just hits like a fucking truck sometimes. So, And also, if that dragon... So, that's the thing is, so if uh, the electricity hits you... Uh, what happens is you get elect or lightning blight, which lightning blight blight. Uh, it's kind of like Chun Li's lightning kicks in uh, or his or her V trigger in uh, Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. How you can get stunned quicker. Uh, if you have this blight, it takes less hits for the monster to hit you for you to go into the dizzy state. Which if you're in the dizzy state, you have to mash to get out of. Uh, with the uh, the Stygian Zenogre, Dragon Blight. 
actually doesn't do that. Dragon Blight affects the critical hits power of your weapon. So if your weapon is like, if you're doing a critical hit for like 100 damage, Mm -hmm. it knocks it down to like 40. That sucks. Yeah, so that's why you have to carry around, a. there's a berry called Null Berries that you Mm -hmm. pop it and it takes all the blights away from you. Uh, Or you just run a build that has blight resistance and you never have to worry about it. But there's also another build you can run. It's called the Coalescence build. That every time you're in, fl- every time you heal a blight, you get a huge like attack buff for like a minute and a half. So there's some cool viable stuff that you can do with it. But Stygians and Ogre super fucking cool. I fought against it, and uh, its armor's cool too. And I'm excited to play it more. But also we had another monster come out, and it is another. It's like a siege, like a big monster. And in this update. They basically you just do like a research recon mission and you go and fight it and it's basically just a legit dragon. Like it looks it looks like Smaug from uh the Hobbit series. Like legit okay. looks just like him. And uh but he has like these fucking like he shoots these laser beams out of its mouth and at the very end like it's a very easy fight cuz you're just repelling him. You're trying to get information. It's not the main fight. The main mm-hmm. fight I think comes out in like next week. It comes out on Friday or something. And then you can fight the actual monster. But uh, so what he does is his final move, there's when you go into the second area, there's like these big like mountains of rock that are sitting like around the arena. And what he does is he jumps in the air and starts firing the laser beam at the ground. And it's just fire engulfed everywhere. And basically he's doing a fucking nuclear bomb attack. And if you're not behind one of those rocks, you fucking die. All cool. We've seen it with Behemoth when the Final Fantasy XIV crossover stuff happened. Is that but what's still awesome? It's technically active, but it's uh, pre Iceborne, so it's not Master Rank. So no one ever runs it anymore. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, Monster or Capcom did a really amazing thing because when his final beam comes out, it's like a ball of light that comes out from above him, mm-hmm. and it comes down, and the entire sound in the game drops. All of the music, like music sound effects, it goes boom, and then it goes boom, like an actual dude. It's fucking sick. It's really, really good. Uh, apparently, it's an adult version of the final boss from the base game of Monster Hunter World, like the first one, because the main, okay. the final boss of Monster Hunter World. That thing was a baby. That was a baby. Xenojiva. Xenojiva was a baby. <laughs> This is the adult version that has molted like its skin like hundreds of times. Yeah. It's called so- Safi Jiva. I don't like the name. They could have came up with a better no, that name. La- that name is lame, but. Yeah. But the monster looks super fucking cool. Anyone interested in Monster Hunter should go look up that fight. That is live now. You can fight Stygians and Ogre. Uh, some other things they did in the Guiding Lands. That's like end game for Iceborne. They introduced a uh, an ice region. We didn't have an ice region before, so now you can go in there. The Guiding Lands is basically an area that you can go into. You can faint as many times as you want. It won't like cart you and game over you or anything. And monsters just keep showing up nonstop. Cool. You can literally sit in there for eight hours just fighting monsters, and you'll get end game uh, upgrades for like armor pieces and stuff like that. You also get like your mo- your master rank goes up and all that stuff. So. I'm excited to play more of that. The reason I have not played more of that 
is because I'm still fucking sucked into Pokemon right now. And so I I told myself I wasn't going to do it. We talked about it. Like I don't care. I got I, I went down the I went down the road. I went down the hole, man. I went down. I was like I need this ditto. I need to get a ditto. So I got a ditto with like five perfect IVs. And I'm just like Dude, I went into it. I even traded. I was like, all right, so I got this. I was like, oh, man, but what if down the road I do want to start, like, because with the introduction of the bottle caps and the gold bottle caps, they, you can basically just hunt for a shiny. Even if it has shitty IVs, you go and give it one of these golden bottle bottle caps and hyper train it, and it has perfect IVs now. Yeah. Bottle caps are something you can only get from the battle tower, though. And gold bottle caps, so a bottle cap will hyper you could hyper train a pokemon if it's level 100 and you could hyper train a uh iv stat that's not in the best quality like if it's not perfect you can iv train it so what about ev training ev training you just buy a bunch of proteins you buy a bunch of vitamins and just give them to them but isn't there a limit to how many vitamins that the uh the pokemon can have yeah if you want to max out a like if you so like with my with my Arcanine that I just caught, which, by the way, I bred a six perfect IV Arcanine or a Growlithe that I was so Growlithe. Yeah. Stroke it off, dude, because Growlithe is my favorite fucking Pokemon. And I love that Pokemon. But, yeah, I wanted it's to not have even a dual typed. That's what makes it better than most other Pokemon. <laughs> no, dual type, dude. No, not all the time. Arcanine is an amazing wall breaker. His like attack, like he learns like fire blast, wild charge. There's an egg move called Morning Sun that I didn't even know about that came out in Sun and Moon that apparently if there is no weather effects going on and you use this, it heals him for half. Arcanine has fucking recovery, bro. But the problem is it's an egg move and I ain't going to go down that road of trying to get egg moves only cuz that's just bullshit. Not yet. Not yet. But anyway, You're so with like my there. with my Arcanine, uh, I wanted it to, to be uh, hold on one second. Uh, maxed out in attack, maxed out speed, and then like a little bit in defense. So what you do is you buy twenty six because you can only max out an EV at two hundred and fifty two. So right. you buy you buy twenty six proteins. Give all twenty six. Just shove it right down your Pokemon's fucking throat, and boom, your EV and that stat is maxed out. I always thought that there was a limit, not like a like I don't know how many points it went up because I always thought that like proteins only raised your attack by one. They don't go by ten now. No, no. That's if you buy twenty six, because it's four EVs per one point in the stat. All I know is At if you put twenty six, if you put twenty six on it, it maxes it out, and you don't have to do hmm. any additional fighting. Back in the day, you would have to like, oh, I need to go EV train, so I have to fight this one Magikarp 500 times to get my speed up to max. Dude, that the shit's Magikarp gone. Speed? Whatever. What? I, that shit's gone, I, bro. The last time I paid attention to EV training was in X and Y when mm. you had like the, the super training thing and you did all like the mm. little side missions and shit like that. That's how I EV train my shit. Not no more, son. Now, granted, the vitamins are super fucking expensive, but there's also... I have found... I've been watching a YouTube channel called Austin John Plays, mm -hmm. and 
he just basically he doesn't really breed Pokemon for competitive play, but he just tells you like everything that's in the game. He's like, here's the exploit on how to get shiny Gigantamax Pokemon. Here's the exploit on how to get a Pokemon to come out of a certain den. Here are the five Pokeballs are that should the only five Pokeballs you should be buying. Don't worry about all that other shit. Like his videos are fucking awesome, but man, the like there's a you could just get infinite money in this game. So. Basically, what you do is with the raid resetting glitch that you can do is basically what you do is like with a ditto. There is one den that a ditto will always come out of if it is a rare spawn. So in the Pokemon wild area, there are two different spawns. There's a red beam spawn and then there's a purple beam spawn. Mm -hmm. If it's a purple beam spawn, it's a rare spawn. And in that specific den, the only rare Pokemon that can come out of that beam is a ditto. So what you do is you save in front of it, you you go in. If it's a five-star, you fight it, you catch it, you see if it has the IVs you want. If it doesn't, you you restart your game, you move your date one day forward, and it will move. So for, it'll go from that five-star, and then it'll go to like a three-star or a four-star or another five-star. You basically just keep moving your date, and every time you do that, you get 2,000 watts every time you click the A button in front of the thing. I was up to 200,000 watts at one point. I went and bought from one of the watt trainers. You could just buy luxury balls for 100 watts. And those bitches sell for 1,000. You just I bought like 700, made 3 million Poke Dollars. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shit's super easy. But the problem is, like, I got so like yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna sit down. I want to play more Monster Hunter. I played fucking Pokemon for six hours because the breeding is just infectious. It's like gambling, man. You're just sitting there. You're like, one more. I one more. I'll get. The, I'll get. The, I'll get the nature this time. No, no, no I didn't get it. I think there was here, a way to change the nature of the Pokemon. Yeah, you go buy fucking mints that are cost fifty BP. But I don't have a team that's good enough to go into the battle tower yet. Yeah, but so if you if you EV train the way that you wanted to, because you could get rid of EVs in this game, right? Because I remember before you used to be able to like get rid of the EV stats. Maybe I don't know if you can or not. So, in X and Y, there was you know you had these special punching bags, and the punching bag would yeah be yeah like, yeah yeah boost your EVs by ten or twenty or thirty or I don't know if it was a multiplier multiplier or whatever, but there was the white punching bag where it's like reset your evs i don't know of anything like there might be something in this game but i mean with how easy it is to get a pokemon that you want like you just get another fucking pokemon like i'm okay. able to like at this point i got because what it took was forever with the growlith is i wanted a jolly nature and i bred about 75 growlets until i finally got one that had a jolly how long does it take to breed i mean not very long at all actually because, like, if you get a Pokemon that has Flame Body in your party with all the eggs, it'll hatch all the eggs quicker. Especially just running back and forth in front of the fucking nursery that's in the wild area. You're just running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because what you do is you get your... Once, once you have your Ditto that has the IVs that you want, you give it a Destiny Knot. So it has a higher chance of passing those IVs down to its, its uh, offspring. What the fuck is this game? Dude, it's got a fucking subsystem, bro. 
And then when you get the other, the parent Pokemon, when you get it with the nature that you want, you give it an Everstone to hold, and then it will always pass down the nature to its offspring. Yeah, bro. Dude, I was, I had a five IV uh, Growlithe, and I was like, you know what? That's fine. Let's level up to, up to 100. I'll hyper train the one IV that isn't perfect. Because basically you just want, uh, no, I had a four IV. You want a five IV. Because basically if you're, most Pokemon, they're either going to go into attack or special attack. You don't mm -hmm. really perfect both of those. Uh, and I was like, whatever. And I was like, oh, I got these couple extra eggs. So I ran, ran around, hatched them. The last one was literally jolly with the nature that I, with the ability that I wanted, six perfect IVs. And I just went, fuck you. You're a piece of garbage now. I threw him in the bank. <laughs> Dude, man, like, it's got an ability called Flash Fire that if it's hit with a fire attack, it multiplies its attack by 1.5. So what you do is you have a Pokemon out that is you know that your opponent is going to do a fire move on it. Yeah. And you fucking switch that bitch out. The fire move hits Arcanine, does no damage, and multiplies its fire attacks by 1.5. So his Flare Blitz, which is already like 125 power... Plus the I, the EVs with the attack, plus you're running like a life orb that does even more. He just melts fucking walls, dude. Arcanine is ball. Wild Charge is another physical move that is a electric move. Mm -hmm. And then he has extreme speed. That's the fastest move in the game besides like Sucker Punch. Dude, Arcanine, Arcanine, my boy. Okay. So. Anyway, there's a bunch of other glitches. I just recently saw one today that Austin John Plays posted that uh, you can just, like, let your eggs learn TMs. Your you eggs can learn TMs. You can hatch evolved Pokemon from your eggs. Yeah. It's fucking weird, dude. There's a glitch. So, basically, what it is is so he used the Magikarp that was at, like, like level 19. Sure. And uh, so he gave it like a he gave it a candy to evolve it to get it up to 20. Well, there's like a frame, like a couple frames where you can like push down after you have selected a to give your Pokemon that uh, candy and it will go down to the Pokemon next. In this case, it was his egg, which was a Magikarp egg because he knew that he was breeding Magikarps and it just evolved. Like, it doesn't show it, but you hear it. It says, egg evolved into Gyarados. And then he runs around, hatches it, out comes a Gyarados. <laughs> the reason, like, that's just kind of a stupid-ass glitch. But the reason for the TMs is when you go into the TM, like, screen to, like, delete a move, it will show you the stats of your egg. And it will show you the nature of your egg before it even hatches. So you don't have to run around trying to hatch it to see if it's the Pokemon you need. You can try to teach it a TM. You can see what it is and then be like, oh, I don't need this. Throw that shit in the bank. I don't need that. And then go grab another egg and do it again. This game is fucking stupid with the quality control. It is dumb. Chris's face is just so confused right now. <laughs> All right, then. Dude, I told you I went down All the right. fucking rabbit hole. I went down the motherfucking yeah, yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah, you did. <laughs>
did do that. Raid battles still also fucking suck, and they're the worst fucking thing in the game. What's I wish wrong the with the NPCs are garbage. A- any oh, five, yeah. any any five star Pokemon you try to fight, it's you you can't do it. People are stupid in the game too. I finally had someone join my five star. Like I think it was a Gigantamax Snorlax that just came out, and we were fighting it. And I was like, "All right, dude, you need to heal yourself. You're not gonna live the next turn." He doesn't heal himself, and the fucking den's over, and all that. And I was, I was, I screaming at my TV screen last night. I was like, "Why didn't you fucking heal your Pokemon?" <laughs> I was so mad. And what's bad, Chris, is I kept playing. <laughs> I kept playing. It's fucking infectious, man. Uh, I'm glad I put that game down. I, Dude, I'd rather be doing, like, a drug right now than be playing this Pokemon. I, I think I think the next thing I'm going to try to get into is... Oh, you AX got that. Nice. I've had it. I just haven't played it because other shit have popped up. Mm. I was going to play it Wednesday. I'm like, oh, let me give Fight a chance. Yeah. Um... But I mean, I love the 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 demo for it. Yeah. So, well, speaking uh, we'll of see. streaming games, uh, streaming games. Yeah. So be on the lookout. We're probably gonna be stream. You'll probably be streaming that. But Tuesday night, Tuesday, I got an interesting message on Twitter from someone that some of our listeners probably know, and someone mm-hmm. that we definitely know because we've met him and talked with him. Uh, Matt McMuscles from formerly of Super Best Friends Play and currently of, what is it, Matt's Flophouse or something like that. Yep. Uh, he messaged me on Twitter because The Takeover, the game that he worked on, has officially come out on Steam. And he asked me, he said, hey, if you want to review this or if Mega Visions wants to review this, let me know and I'll give you all the assets that you need. So that's become my new little project right now. Uh, nice. I feel bad. I feel bad because I have not been able to like usually with reviews, especially with games, they should come out fairly quickly. Uh, but that ain't gonna happen with me. I just got so much other shit on my plate working. I do plan on when I'm in Austin next week. I'm go- I plan on playing through the game with the other three characters because uh, I feel like I should play through the game with all the characters available just to see the play styles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we streamed the takeover on Tuesday, and that game's fun. Uh, I really think there's some graphical limita- limitations with my computer of trying to stream that game and trying to play that game because when I played uh, Xeno Crisis and Double Dragon Neon with Scotty on Thursday, I had no problems. Also, maybe my internet was just taking a shit that night, so I'd have to test it again. But we played through the takeover. I played through as Ethan, which is like the Cody of the game. And for mm-hmm. anyone that doesn't know, is this is basically a spiritual successor to Streets of Rage. And uh, what was it that Matt said? He goes, unfortunately, we started making this game, and then Streets of Rage 4 got announced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the art style is a little bit different, though. Uh, the cutscenes go with a comic book style, which I'm fine with. Uh, most people do that because it looks kind of cool, and also it uh, saves money to do it that way, too. Uh but the the it's like a it's kind of like how Street Fighter Five is like Street Fighter Five is a two D game because it's only on two dimensions. But the characters are three D models. Uh, I didn't like it at first, but it started to grow on me. The game itself or the the, the characters graphics okay. the graphics the graphics uh, the voice acting's a little hit Long. or miss. It's a little hit or miss in some areas. Uh, there's just 
I felt like there should be some more passion behind it, but I'm going to cover, there's going to be like five major things that I'm going to go over in my review. And that's going to be one of the ones is like some of the stuff that needs work, but the game overall is pretty fucking solid. It's really, really good. It's a standard beat em up and, uh, you got your normal, you get, you got combos. Apparently Matt McMuscles jumped in the stream and was like, Hey, I don't know if you did the tutorial, but when you're doing your punch combos, if you hold up at the end of the combo, it goes into a launcher. And if you hold down at the end of the combo, it punches your enemy down into the ground. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. But the game's really, really fun. And after you beat it the first time, initially there's three characters. You have Ethan, uh, who is basically your just all around guy. You have mm-hmm. Megan, who is kind of like your fast chick, but she's not as strong, but she's super, super fast. Then you have Connor, who is the Mike Hagar of the game. He's really right. cool. But when you beat the game for the first time, you unlock a fourth character called Jackson. And uh, he kind of reminds me of like a Casey Jones from TMNT. And uh, But I'm excited to play with him because he's he's got like a bat and stuff like that and all that other shit. And it's a pretty fun game. But I plan on playing through the, uh, some more of it next week while I'm in Austin on my PC. It's currently out on Steam right now, I believe, for nineteen ninety nine. It's also on Switch. It's coming out to PlayStation Four and Switch. I don't know the release dates yet, but it will be coming out to those uh, platforms too. So yeah, uh, it's made by Pelican Thirteen Games, I think, or Pelican Games. I got to remember the developer, but Matt McMuscle is part of it. Uh, so the music's fucking stellar in the whole game. The music's great. Like it's there's Pelican Thirteen. Pelican Thirteen. The music's yep. fucking great. Some of the music was done by Little V off of uh you know from YouTube. Yep. He does a uh, lots of metal covers and stuff. Takahata one on one from uh, DBZ Abridged voices Ethan. I don't know the voices for all the other characters, but game's pretty solid. Like it's not a perfect game, but it's a good game. And I'm excited to play it some more, and I'm excited to do a review of it. So, Right on. Uh, and then Thursday night is usually our Thursday night throwdowns, but we, me and Scotty, we finally did – like, you recommended this months ago, and we just kind of blew it off because we were like, ah, we don't want to deal with it and all that. There's a program out there called Parsec, and basically it takes any game that you want to play online with someone – and it lets you play it with them. Basically, it kind of like anything, anything, anything that like even if it doesn't have like I'm talking emulators. We got emulators to work with this bitch. We got granted it takes some work to get emulators working with it. But Steam games usually work like that with it. Uh, but no, it basically like it sets your computer up as the host computer and you can invite friends to go. Basically you kind of like they route in, like they kind of like log into your computer with you and they're able to be the second, third, fourth player in a game. So we played Zeno crisis on Thursday night and that was fucking fun. Fucking great. But we suck at it. We couldn't beat it on easy. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Dude, the game's hard. The game's super hard when you're trying to talk and be like mm-hmm. engaging and trying to play the game at the same time. Uh, but after we tried to do three or four run-throughs of that, we decided to play Double Dragon Neon. And uh, this game has opened a lot of doors for our streaming and the Megavision streaming. Uh, basically, every beat-em-up we ever wanted to play with each other that we couldn't because we live so far away, that's no longer a problem. All that shit. 
So you should definitely check out Parsec. Xeno Crisis is amazing. Xeno Crisis is a basically they took aliens. It was it's a game made by Bit Bitmap Bureau. And uh, they basically took the Aliens franchise and mixed it with Smash TV. And a little bit of like Dead Cells, like the the random uh, like the random rooms and stuff like that. Like Enter the Gungeon, mm-hmm. Binding of Isaac and all that stuff. Uh, no, music's great in that game. The music, the games even come, the game's on Steam. It's on, you can buy a physical Genesis cartridge. You can buy, you buy a, a uh, an MVS cartridge. Yeah, you could buy a VCR size fucking MVC, <laughs> MVS cartridge. Uh, but yeah, you should go check them out because I really, I think I, their website's in euros. So I'm guessing they're over in the UK. Uh, but I might just shell out the extra money to get a physical copy of this game because it's fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the really good thing with Parsec is, too, is if your friend doesn't own the game, it's fine. As long as you host the game, anybody can come into the game. Yeah. So so it's really good for someone that's like, I don't know about this game, and I'm kind of on a budget. And your buddy's like, well, just jump in and play with me. See if you like it. And then you know they'll be like, oh, I don't like it. Or, oh, my God, I've got to fucking have this game. So yeah. it's kind of like a rental process pseudo rental process but uh (laughs) so this is a game that i'm also going to be streaming soon again too is uh starlink battle for atlas so starlink if you don't know what starlink is basically it's like kind of like space skylanders a little bit like it was supposed to be yeah it's kind of dead now uh but the switch version has a storyline with Star Fox in it. And I can tell you right now from personal experience, it is the best Star Fox game that Ubisoft ever made. <laughs> it's the only Star Fox game Ubisoft has ever made. It's better than a lot of other Star Fox games. But no, like the scene, because you go on to planets and you do missions and all that stuff. But then there's like, and that's like the main Starlink like shit. You got to follow that. But then there's a part where like Star Wolf shows up and Star Fox mm-hmm. is like, yo, we're after this motherfucker. And then it's like a third. I don't know how long the story lo- like storyline of that is, but I've done it. For, I've done it a little bit, but it's super great. Like the transition from going to there is no loading screen from going to planet side to space. You just fucking hit a button and you launch in the space and it shows it and you go right up into it. I think it's like one of those things where the launch into space is essentially the loading screen. Yeah, but it looks great. <laughs> like it yeah. feels good. Uh, the space battles like the dog fights are super fucking fun. Like because mm-hmm. it's just open fucking space. There's no like uh, all range mode like in Star Fox where it's like all range mode, but you only have like a square that you can be in and mm-hmm. all that. This shit is just, you could just run from a fucking flight. Like a fight that you're just like, I'm done. I'm going to die. This is too strong for me. But yeah, uh, for any listeners that are interested in this game, you should go to your local Best Buy because the Star Fox bundle, which is normally like 60 bucks, 75 some places, is 10 bucks. (laughs) And you get the game. You get an R-Wing figure. You get some like parts that you can like put on your R-Wing that actually load up into the game that like give you upgraded weapons and shit like that. It's really fucking dope. So I don't know if I'm doing something wrong, but I remember a couple of months ago uh, they came out with, like, the big pack. You spent $50, and you got every single weapon in the game. Now, normally what you're supposed to do is you have this hookup to your Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons, and you put the figure in the middle, 
and it'll read the data coming off of that model because you can put different weapons on the on wings the R wing. Of the yep. R wing. Um, what I think this was supposed to be is the digital version of that, but when I downloaded it, I didn't get any of the fucking weapons. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it was months ago. Like fifty dollars, three months ago is nothing. Yeah, like, that's the reason why I stopped playing that, and I wasn't sure if like, you know, I I needed to have different weapons in order to play the game. If I could, just I don't play think the game so. I think you could. I think you could just play through the game. Like the extra weapons, like make it easier, definitely. But you get upgrades throughout the game. Uh, again, I only streamed it once, like a year ago, so I need to go back mm-hmm. to it and play it. But uh, the thing is, I had already bought one of these like last year around Christmas because they were marked down because they used to be like seventy five dollars. Yeah, and they I got bought mar- it at like seventy bucks. I bought mine at thirty. I bought my first one at thirty. Low twenty five. I think I got it for twenty five. Uh, I'm a crazy man, and I bought three more today because I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If I have an R wing, it should be the full four crew. <laughs> so I now own. Four R wings, and I spent a collective of fifty five dollars. <laughs> so, but I also have four copies of the game. So, pay attention in the Discord, and I might be giving away some copies of Starlink on the Switch. <laughs> everyone's gonna be looking for that. Fucking everyone. It's underrated. It's sadly underrated. It is, it a is very... an underrated game. That game is fucking awesome. And for $10, it's a fucking steal. And sadly, the Best Buy I went to had like 25 of these things. They could, they had them in three different areas. They had one, which I initially found. I was like, oh, they only have two. All right, I'll grab these two, and then maybe I'll find another one down the road or something like that. I walk around to the other aisle. There's like 10. And I'm like, cool, I found my third one. And then I go down another aisle. There's like... 10 and i'm like wow damn man they can't get rid of these motherfuckers they've probably been in this store for two years that's crazy yeah man so yeah you should go check it out for 10 bucks i mean that's cheaper than most digital i, I wish it was online i wish you could yeah like hook up online i think that's one of the only things that's holding it back i feel like it would have been if it got bigger yeah that's something they would introduce but i mean oh, well. it's physical product with a cool fucking r-wing like you don't really see cool R wings anymore, <laughs> unless you, you spend like R-wings. no. Like I think first four figures had one of their first figures they did was an R wing, and you can't get them anymore. But that was it. Like you don't really see a lot of stuff of that. And I think the R wing mm-hmm. is an amazing like design, except for the one from uh, the dinosaur game where it looks like the front of it's a penis. <laughs> that game is great. I don't know why everyone shits on fucking uh, Star Fox Adventures. That game is fucking awesome. Because there shouldn't be Star Fox in it. Yeah, it should. <laughs> no, that game's not great. You're wrong. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. I'm not wrong. That game is great. I'm not saying that it's like one of the greatest games ever on the GameCube. But it's not a bad game. It's a good game. Super linear. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Like, it's I think I'd still just rather a play game. Assault. Huh? I think I'd just rather play Assault. It's a completely different type of game, though. Like, Star Fox Adventures is essentially The Legend of Zelda with Fox. That's all that game is. But that's not what Star Fox games are supposed to be. Why are you trying to pigeonhole it? Oh, here we go. (laughs) 
because when but I play a Star Fox game, I want to go up into space and be mm -hmm. doing that. I don't want to be on so the ground. you don't want to play any other game where you're on the ground fighting other enemies. No, not particularly. If I did, I'd so play why another are you game. Assault? Because the salt mixes both of them, and it actually it's mixed well. It's mixed in the in Star Fox Adventures. I'll not be, as you're well. Mostly on the ground. I was gonna say not as well as it is in Assault. Look, all I'm saying is that Star Fox Adventures is more of an adventure game in the vein of the Legend of Zelda. The puzzles were good. The the voice acting was okay. But for its time, that's a great fucking game. Okay? All right. Super linear? Yes, I will give you that. There, It is literally like, let me hold your hand. No, there is no side mission. And if there is, I haven't fucking found it. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I don't care. I'll die on that fucking cross. I mean, I'll say it's better than Star Fox Zero. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Star Fox Zero was such a major letdown. Such a major letdown. But you want to talk about potential? Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. You sure? Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. You don't want a three-hour podcast? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm looking at the clock, and I don't. <laughs> That's all. Like I said, I have not had a very eventful week this week. It's uh. It's kind of a stagnant time for me for video games until Christmas comes out because I'm not buying a lot of new shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just playing shit that I already have. Mm -hmm. uh, I will do a little PSA that if you have uh, Xbox Game Pass earlier today, if you were to like switch your recurrent billing to daily, uh, that bitch was getting recurrently billed for five cents a day. Yeah, so if you multiply that by 365, that's 1825 a year. I don't know if it's a glitch. Holy shit! I don't know yeah, if it's a glitch. Wrong with that. But I switched mine to to the daily, and I'm gonna check the next time it goes to charge me, and I'm gonna see how much I get charged. So. They have a daily rate now. I guess that's fucking asinine. Well, in this situation, it's great. <laughs> well, yeah, but oh, no. it was like ninety five percent off. That's insane. Yeah. So if I'm able to get Game Pass for $18.25 a year, yeah, sign me up. So, but yeah, you should go check that out. Other than that, I watched a trailer for a new Ryan Reynolds movie called Free Guy. Uh, it looks that a little. looks fucking terrible. Uh, it doesn't look as bad as I thought it was going to. It that movie looks awful. You what are you just negative Nancy today with me? Is that what you are? I guess, I guess. You, well, you show me a bad movie trailer. That, like, that movie looks like so. I it's think exactly as you like described it earlier. It's like it's it's uh what's what's that game called? I don't even remember the Fortnite. name of the game. It's the Fortnite, Fortnite movie without saying it's a Fortnite movie. You know, I I liken it a little bit more to GTA Five Online. I was going to say it, it reminds me more of that. Yeah, because of the bank heisting and all that stuff. But I mean, quick mm -hmm. rundown from the trailer that I've seen. You should go watch it if you're interested in it. You should not. It is not as bad as Chris is trying to hype it up to be like it's pretty bad, though. No, I don't think it is. Ryan Reynolds carry like Ryan Reynolds can carry a fucking movie. I watched that shitty Green Lantern movie and he was able to like not like that movie's bad. But there are parts that are okay because of his acting. 
that shitty that I saw that in theaters. Such a bad fucking movie. But no, it's called Free Guy. Basically, it's the story of Ryan Reynolds. I guess he plays an NPC. He doesn't know he's in a video game until one day. Like, the same shit just happens every day. Like, he works as a bank teller, and they're just like, oh, you know, today we're getting robbed again. And one day he just gets tired of it and, like, kills a player and gets, like, all everybody has, like, these glasses on. And he's like, what the fuck are these glasses? And it's a very they live moment where he puts the glasses on and, like, sees everything for how it actually is. And... I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. It's probably not going to be great. It'll be better than Pixels were or Pixels was. That was a bad movie. That was a fucking. I saw that in fucking theaters. Ooh, that was a cash grab movie. I don't even remember who I went to go see that movie with. That that was fucking terrible. It's so bad. But yeah, go check it out. It's not going to win any fucking awards, but it looks like it might be somewhat It's going to win a Razzie. No, dude. I don't think. I don't think. You... We can't listen to your input on movies if it's not Star Wars or anything specifically. You've already you said that about? before. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's true. You've pigeonholed yourself, sir. I have not pigeonholed <laughs> myself. That's the name of the I mean, podcast like, y'all, this week. Y'all wanted to fucking crucify me when I said Solo was a decent movie. I, I mean, I still haven't seen it, so I can't really input much on it. So. Oh, no, Jason was just like, what the fuck are you on? whatever that's the name of this podcast pigeonholed Pigeonhole. <laughs> that's all i got again cool. we don't have much news that but we got a couple stories we can go over this is my favorite story you can now get cocaine on your playstation 4 well you could i don't know this if they caught this the guy yet story ever <laughs> i don't know I if they got this. this guy yet though um i i think they did they have like all the information on this guy like, back in October, the FBI issued a search warrant against Sony to provide data on PS4 users who were allegedly part of a cocaine distribution ring, asking details even going as far as, like, what games they were playing and their progression, and so on and so forth. Right. Uh, the case revolves around a man by the name of Curtis Alexander, a.k.a. Dola, who the FBI claims that he used Sony's online services to move massive amounts of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> like, what was it say? Like $34,000 per kilo- kilogram? Bro. Yeah, 34000 That's, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't know how much. The human source stated that Alexander was currently charging 34000 per kilo of cocaine. They also claim that the user utilizes the PlayStation username SpeedDola20. So if this guy is still out there, SpeedDola20 will figure you out. He'll, he'll hook you up. Yeah. He might be a little bit more wary now, but yeah, I would like to see. They have the, to have gotten this guy. I There's would love no to see the total numbers on how much he was able to sell through this. Well. The the FBI and CHS uh, said that they set up a sting operation uh, to ensnare Alexander transferring 100 grams for $4,400. The way that he would go about doing it is contacting uh, potential buyers through voice chat while in game, probably because he believed that Sony's voice chat system was secure and (laughs) he can safely set up distribution points uh, online, which is weird because it's like. He's located in one city, right? Right. Let's just pretend and say it's New York, okay? Yeah. I mean, the Why chat would you talk to somebody in, in California? People across the country, across the globe. And, yeah, and you have this one guy being like, "Yo, 
I got that nose candy for you, man. <laughs> I, li- I love got, how they don't specifically. I love how they specifically don't say the game, which is fine if they never said what the game. But they make a I point. I bet you it's Destiny. I bet you it's Destiny. Do you? I feel like they specifically made it a point in this article to say not to specify the game. And mm-hmm. I wonder if that's because the game doesn't want to be attached to this shit at all. Probably. Why do you but think it's Destiny? Here's my reasoning on this, okay? This has to be a game where it can't be PvP. It can't be. It has to be uh it has to be a game where there is a lot of players working together or at the very least interacting with each other in the long term. Okay? So okay. stuff like Call of Duty, throw that shit out the window. Fortnite, throw that shit out the window. So I would assume that it's some sort of MMO. And it's not the first time that something like this has happened. It could be GTA 2, but right now I think Destiny 2 is a bit higher than GTA 5. GTA 5 had its chance in the spotlight. Destiny 2 is like one of the big multiplayer games. and It's it's kind of an MMO. There's kind of like a hub world where you can meet up with people. That's why I feel like it has to be destiny. It can't be something quick in, quick out. Right. It has yeah. to be something where there's a long-term investment in it. That way, he can go ahead, he can meet these people, he can talk to them, get a feel for them. Be like, "Yo, where you live? Oh, you here? Cool. I got that cocaine." That is Chris's urban up. voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Hey, yo, 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 yo. My <laughs> It's my Ebonics for you, man. So, the place was Sony there, the FBI, you know, issued them uh, not like not a cease and desist. What's the word I'm looking for? Subpoena. A subpoena. Like by law, they have do they have they have to agree with that, right? Or can they just That's be like, the, no, fuck that. We don't have to give you this information. Well, well here's the thing. Um, first off, Sony in the past has worked with the FBI to uncover terrorist plots against. It was you back know, in 2015. Yeah. 15, 17, whatever. I don't remember which one it was. Here's the thing. Um, This reminds me of the situation back in 2015 with the San Bernardino uh, shooting. Okay. And the shooter or the shooter's wife, I don't remember which, had left behind an iPhone. And the FBI petitioned Apple to or subpoenaed Apple to unlock the iPhone because... Apple's um, encryption service is like way far beyond whatever Android or like phone at that time. Even now, like the encryption services that uh, iPhones have are insane. Absolutely insane. And Apple was like, no. And Apple was just like, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to divulge sensitive information of our customers because, yes, while this is a tragedy, I mean, we don't want to make this a habit of you constantly coming to us. Oh, yeah, because the government would nonstop do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. With Sony, like, they were wanting, like, all of his passwords to everything. They were Mm -hmm. wanting, like, even, like, the games he played, how much he's, like, progressed in the game. So I'm guessing, like, achievements and all that other stuff. Individual messages being sent out. Yeah, like, like they were looking at those. 
you can't like I understand that this is like this sucks. Like this guy is obviously like if this story is true, which it probably is, he's dealing in illegal narcotics and all that. And yeah, I, I understand why you want to stop that. But you can't just be like, hey, we're the government. Here's our cock. Give us what we want. Like you can't do that. Yeah, when I hear shit about that, it's like, yeah, it's it's cool, it's funny, but that that's some big brother shit, man. I don't I don't like it. I don't buy into it. It's no. like, unfortunately, it's like the San Bernardino case. Do I am I happy with what happened? No. Do I disagree with what uh, Apple did by not unlocking the phone? No, because you're setting the precedent for every other case. You know, the shooting yeah. is is a major significant issue. Yeah. What happens when it's something that takes place where the stakes are not so high? Yeah. It's just something like, oh, this guy was just dealing some marijuana or something like that. Oh, government got me because I said something about maybe, you know, no, nah, that's I like that's the thing. Like, I understand why the I understand where the government's coming from. I understand mm-hmm. why they would want to stop these tragedies or they would want to stop this illegal activity and all that stuff. But you can't just do that. You can't just like I said, you can't just show the money or, you know, throw your dick out and be like, hey, you know. Give us what we want. Like they gave like a, what Sony like fourteen days to uh, agree upon this, and I don't think they've made a decision yet. I don't know. This is saying that it happened back in October. Oh, in this so specific one, yeah, it's, yeah, in this specific one it happened back in October. So I'm assuming it's passed by. Um, I mean, they have all the details. They had to have caught this guy. Mm, maybe they have an update like this article that we're looking at on the one I'm looking at on vice was posted on the third of this month, but it hasn't had any like updates or anything to it. So, well, I mean, if the information is just recently being disseminated, that's true to see why. Yeah, it's uh it's a funny story, but it also has like some serious shit going on with it. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so just don't deal your drugs that way. Or do, but don't use uh, Destiny. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Use All a right. more niche game. Yep. Uh, do you want to take this next one? Because you said you had information on this one, too. Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, so, speaking of, I don't know. I don't do segues. Uh, Rocket League <laughs> moves forward with a more direct monetization system. Now, Rocket League used to use the loot crate system yes so you we know that's pay, been a big thing this year <laughs> yep you would pay some money and you can unlock i don't know if it was unlocking keys or whatever but you could unlock these loot crates and you would get you know some common shit maybe a rare blueprint or not a blueprint a, a rare skin yeah. every now and then rare wheels blah 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 well back in august early august uh psionics and epic games released a, an article on the Rocket League website saying that they are leaving the root cake, uh, the loot cake, uh, <laughs> the loot crate uh, for something else, for a better monetization system. And I was and happy when I heard were, that. Yeah. A lot of people took that as the positive. It was like, good. We fucking hate loot crates. Get that shit out of my face. Boy, were we wrong with this one. <laughs> well, in October, they piecemealed something called the Blueprints system where you would get a blueprint and you would have individual materials or these different materials uh, that you can unlock a skin or 
uh, you know, wheels engine. It, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. It, I would don't play. it would it would show you what you could unlock. Like mm-hmm. so, if you did like the blueprint would be like, oh, you know, I I could get this certain type of wheel or this certain type of skin. Well, I don't really want that. You could just throw it in your inventory and not worry about it. Yeah. Per the website, it was like when you receive a blueprint, it will show you exactly what item you can create from it for a set price. Yes. Once they're in your inventory, blueprints will allow you to pay, allow you to pay to create the item it offers and receive it immediately. So it's not even like you gather materials because that, no. that's what I assumed. No, you just you get the blueprint and then you can buy the car. Yeah, it's very like it's there's no like it's very transparent. Like it's just like here it is. This is what you're getting now. So you know exactly what your money's going towards. But what's the problem with this, Chris? The issue is is that they're opening up the item shop, which okay. is separate from the blueprint system. Now in the blueprints, you can trade yes, blueprints with other players. When you buy something from the item shop, you can that is yours. It is tied to your account. Yes, they're be- um, buying on equipped. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to gather uh, some well, information as far as pricing is concerned. So, with the before this update, it seemed like you you bought everything with what they had called keys. Like you mm-hmm. could you could get keys in the game, and all you could just pay real money to get some keys. And basically, if you had like 23 keys, you could get 23 items. Yep. But now the keys are transferring or converting into a thing called credits. But the one-to-one isn't there with credits. So back before where you had like a key could buy you one thing, now your 23 keys that turned into credits will buy you only one thing. For the amount of money that it cost you to buy 23 keys, you would essentially get 23 cates, crates. Cakes. God damn it. You would get 23 crates. And unlock 23 items off of those crates. Now you have to buy 23 keys worth of credits for a single item. Yes. I got you. Okay. Uh, I forgot where I was going after that. But yeah. Ba- oh, basically things are multiplied. Like prices are getting multiplied by like 20 times. Like I think the Batmobile, like someone was like, yep, someone's going to play pay $15 for the Batmobile. Like fifteen dollars for a skin, mm-hmm. that's and insane. People are pissed the fuck off on this shit. That man. shit is fucking dumb. Yeah, like one of these uh, Reddit posts from the Rocket League subreddit. He was like, "Oh yes, yeah, sixteen thousand for a lime virus when you used to be able to get it for point five. Yep, it's like, sickening. That's insane. And I saw there's another Reddit post too where it's like. Uh, hear me out. Like this is what Psyonix is doing, and then in a couple months they're gonna drop the price of everything and look like the good guys. Don't fall for that shit. <laughs> yeah, some of the people are saying that we need to keep the market alive. Try to trade before buying something. It just takes a little bit more effort, but it should be cheaper in most cases. A lot yeah. cheaper. Now I people- don't know how much it costs to buy something off of a uh, a blueprint. Yeah, I, I would think it's like, cheaper I, I than the item the, shop. I get the idea, um, but I, I can't find anything in regards to the actual price. I've also been seeing, too, that people had thought like the D, a lot of the DLC stuff was just going to be included in with this update. No, you still got to buy that stuff, too. So, like, the Ecto-1 and, like, the Batmobile and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, that's a thing. Like, we got rid of the loot crates, but at what cost? So, 
let's hopefully hopefully the economy doesn't die in the game because Rocket League's still really fun to play. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of these things are cosmetic. At the end of the day, you it's don't not, need any of this. You don't need anything. It looks cool. You can get decals. You can get uh, little banners or if you shoot your ball into the into the goal you see like this little explosion pop up dude I mean, that t-rex one's cool. really good from jurassic park <laughs> i haven't seen the t-rex one. Oh, you didn't play on the thursday night throwdowns with us that i didn't that one was super fucking cool because it's loud as shit and the minute you go it's a it's a like a an electric t-rex comes up and just roars it's super fucking that's cool. pretty dope and it came out with the jurassic park stuff but so i mean i get why people are upset yeah it's but not also, like someone took away your ability to play a game. It's just, you know, yeah, just play the game. It's all you, cosmetic you, bullshit. Yeah, you can just play the game with the base shit that they give you. So, all right. Uh, so our next story is uh, speaking. So I was talking about buying physical shit earlier. This ties in with this article. So we have one that's called "The Curse of the Outdated DRM Claims Another Victim," which is Tron mm-hmm. Evolution. Uh, as of this week, players who owned a legitimate copy of Tron Evolution they paid for but never played it no longer can. Tron Evolution, which was a tie-in for the 2010 film Tron Legacy, uh, used Secure ROM, a form of digital rights management, which is DRM, and publisher Disney has not paid the bill on keeping that shit up to date. Which means Disney can no longer authenticate purchases and unlock copies of the game that people have bought but have not been have not used yet. Uh, we have a user on Reddit named uh, Renusik. Uh, he says, "I often buy games on sale but don't play them immediately. Yesterday, I decided to play Tron Evolution, maybe even practice some speed running on it. So I install the game, try to activate it, and the serial key has expired." That sucks. <laughs> like, shit's uh, nuts, man. That is the very fine double-edged sword of the DRM. Like, I got this game for two dollars, can't play it or something. Like, That's yeah. not even the only thing about the fucking DRM bullshit, like, or the digital game bullshit. Like, this is why I buy physical. This is yeah. why I almost always try to buy physical. This is why I don't like playing PC games. Because it's not necessarily, you know, I have games that are available to me that I can play on my PC. I, I usually play indies. So yeah. it's not like they're doing anything hardcore to my to my rig. Right. I have a 1060 in there. It's it's, yeah. it's like I've got five, a 1080 in mine. So, yeah. So. What the problem is, is that I want to be able to play the games that I pay for. OK. Yeah. And not depend like this, on like, a company that didn't pay their like legal. This is this is the most extreme case of this, yeah. right? Because in other cases, like you had Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the video game. Yeah. If you download that game, you have that game forever. Luckily, uh, I have. From <laughs> what I understand, because I bought it off of the PlayStation Network, if I were to delete it, I can still go back and download it. Okay. I was wondering about that. I don't know how how true that is because i have never taken that chance because you're like what if it doesn't work (laughs) what i know will not work is if i delete pt off my ps4 yeah that shit won't come off like people were selling the the ps4's pt on it for a thousand dollars back when it first got removed off the store that's ridiculous 
And I bet you people were buying it too. Yeah. People were fucking buying it. Because they had no way of playing the game otherwise. And you have those fucking Kojima fanatics that's just like, I have to fucking play this game. Which, it is a part of our history, but not a thousand dollars worth of our, of our history. Fuck that. Yeah. I just thought, like, yeah, uh, they try to delete, like, they're, like, some people just try to, like, delete games out of the history. That's the same shit, too, with, like, the uh, old, like, you'll see, like, the Disney and Looney, like, the old racist cartoons and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to delete and forget those cartoons because we need to keep those in existence and know that that was a time that existed. I do like the little disclaimer now on those cartoons where I think it's Disney or it might be. It's either Disney or Looney Tunes. That's like is that they were like, these were a product of their times. So we're going to keep them going. But just remember that it, Warner Brothers. Just remember it was a different time when these cartoons came out. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember. I said it was like it's either Tom and Jerry. And I think Tom and Jerry. Is it Hannah and Barbara? Hannah Barbaria. Tom and Jerry didn't do. They did some. But I don't remember Tom and Jerry having a Nazi episode. <laughs> no, but they definitely had a uh, a mammy. Yeah, I think there were some Asian ones too. Yeah, uh, there was. They were pretty bad, but that's the the point with those is separate from yeah what we're seeing in video games. These are licensing issues. It's like when you know your favorite Marvel games, Deadpool, gets pulled off. The oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, and then for that small period of time, Deadpool rose up to be a, like a $70, $80 game to the PS3, Xbox 360. I don't even think it's that good of a game. <laughs> no, that game sucks. But it's the <laughs> issue that's happening to uh, the Godzilla game that came out not too long ago. On PlayStation Godzilla, 4? On PlayStation 4. Godzilla for the PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. It, it, was, it used to be like a $20, $30 game. Yeah. I got- they pulled that game off PSN, and it's short print. Nobody bought. There's only one print, one print run of the Godzilla game. Yeah, the initial run. Now it's a hundred plus dollars. No, the game on the PS4. No, I swear to God. I'll look at. Hold, I'll, I'll look it up. You keep talking. No way. I'm I bought that. Ass. I bought that game from GameFly for twelve dollars. <laughs> you have that game? Yeah, on PlayStation Four. That game's fan. Well, that game's good. It's not fantastic. <laughs> Bro, someone's selling it for 327 bucks. Fuck you. Brand new. What is it just called? Godzilla? Uh, Yeah, Godzilla PS4. That's on Amazon. Buy used. $179. A game value, it's $51. I don't know what these hoes are about. No. What the fuck? That's... But still... It's that, it's relatively new though, like the like yeah, 2015. Going down. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about this shit taking place. Like the prizes rose up relatively recently. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to go to GameStop and see if they got this motherfucker. And just buy a bunch of copies. Of I it. I looked for it. I went looking everywhere for it. Oh, I'm googling mine. Yeah, no. Fucking, I'm looking at video game price charting. I know people like bitch about the differences between game value now and price charting yeah, yeah, yeah they have this shit listed loose 91 dollars complete 98 dollars new 124 bucks the last sale of this game was back in september per and this is loose let me see complete in box bro 104 121 132 99 170 there's 60 at gamestop pre-owned yeah, yeah. 
That was that was the same thing back when uh, Xenoblade Chronicles was short print. Yeah, yeah, first yeah. came yeah. out, and they were selling it for $119. Yeah, I think, what was it, Last Story copies. or something, too, on, play, on Wii was like no, that? No, the Last Story was never that expensive. I think but, the most that they got pre-owned at GameStop was 40 bucks. But yeah, Xenoblade was fucking expensive. And then Xenoblade it got rela- released on DS, 3DS. It got printed on DS or 3DS, and then before that, they did another print run of it. But Wow. Yeah, yeah, I have that. I bought that like years. I bought it off of GameFi for like $13. Yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get rid of it because I like it. Like, it's not a, it's not a you great game. You like that game? It's not a great game, but it's a fun Godzilla game. Ugh. Yeah, so the price started to rise back in uh, March. Wow. Yeah. That's... March 2019, you can get a loose copy. Let's look at CIB. Uh, 40 bucks, and I guess it dropped off the, uh, the fucking network in June because they announced that they were only doing a single print run within its first three months because the developer or publisher um, was not happy with the Metacritic scores that it got. So we're just like, fuck this. We're not printing any more copies. They're not going to sell. And then, boom, <sighs> July, 105 average price. That is ridiculous, dude. Shit's crazy. That is. But, yeah, going back to our news no. article. <laughs> yeah, that was a giant fucking segue. Um, so, Tron. This, this shit is stupid. This is the reason why people don't like fucking DRM. Because DRM keeps them from playing their fucking games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. It's for pirates. But you want to know who's going to be able to play this fucking game? Pirates. Yeah. So, by the way, that Metacritic score is 38 for that game. But it's a 5 out of 5 at GameStop. And 94% people like this video game. (laughs) Oh, shut the fuck up. No way. I mean, those are Google statistics, too. So, yeah. Uh, If you want to play Tron Evolution... Because this did that ever come out on physical? Yeah, it did. PlayStation Three, PSP, oh, well. Xbox Three Sixty. Buy physical. It's probably super treat. Yep, buy physical. That's all I can say about it. Yep, buy some physical games. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember those big ass fucking cartridges that we thought uh, Sony was making for the PlayStation Five? Yep. Well, come to find out, they were for a an existing kids' toy in Japan. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, we were wrong. Oh my god, we were wrong. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. Uh, our last news article that comes from Tech Radar. Uh, Sony hints that it is done with handheld consoles, ruling out that a PS Vita or a PSP is not returning. So Sony filed a patent for a PlayStation game cartridge that sparked speculation that a new handheld console could be on the way. I think we talked about it like two weeks ago. Uh, however, it was eventually clarified that these cartridges for an existing, these cartridges for an existing kids game, kids toy in Japan, snubbing out the fo- the. F- oh my god, I'm having a bad. Usually, one. I have a really bad. I'm time. having a bad one this time, but uh, nah, Sony ain't like, doing I any just of that have stuff. A sinus infection this week. Uh, they interviewed CEO Jim Ryan, and he said the PlayStation Vita was brilliant in many ways, and the actual gaming experience was great. But clearly, it's a business that we're no longer in now. And uh, good. Look, 
the Vita was an amazing handheld system. And it should. It, yes. sh- it was out of the 3DS and the Vita. The Vita was the superior system. But it did technically it did not have the backing of the IPs and it didn't have the Nintendo money behind it and it just didn't get the franchise. I, I I disagree with that. Um, if you look at the library for the Vita in Japan, it is pretty fucking big. It's not 3DS levels. It's pretty fucking big. Okay, but you said Japan, Japan. got way more fucking games than we did. Way more good games. In Japan than we did in the United States. It flopped in the United States because Americans didn't want to fucking buy it. Because they wanted a 3DS. That's what they were comfortable with. I love my Vita. I love my Vita so much that I bought a PlayStation TV. That's not why I bought a PlayStation TV. I bought a PlayStation TV because an emulator fucked me over. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I still love my Vita. Like that thing is that thing's great. Like it's got a lot of really cool games on it. Uh, shit, you can play old Monster Hunter games on it because Monster Hunter, before it was bought by Nintendo, uh, used to be like it went. Monster Hunter One was on PlayStation Two. Monster Hunter Two, which only came out in Japan, was on PlayStation Two, and then Monster all- Hunter was bought by Nintendo. Yeah, it well, it was picked up by Nintendo. Okay. Yeah, because Sony had it for a long time, and Monster Hunter was actually dying. Like it was, it they had like three or four games that came out on the Vita and PSP, and they yeah. they just weren't like they were doing okay to keep themselves afloat. But then like Nintendo picked it up and put it on the Wii. That's where we got Monster Hunter Try. We got Monster Hunter Try Ultimate, which was on the Wii U. We got Monster Hunter Four on the and then on the 3DS, and now we have it on. That's the thing. Like now, it's in a weird spot. It's in a weird spot where Monster Hunter World is on Xbox. It's on everything but a Nintendo system. But the other Monster Hunter games, like Monster Hunter Generations Double Cross, that's on Switch, but on nothing else. Well, I mean, that's what happens when developers go to a different publisher. Like yeah, like it's owned by Capcom, and they're just like, hey. Who wants Nintendo. it right now? <laughs> Put this on your shit. Hey, it's that's why I was saying like, I was confused when you were saying Monster Hunter was bought by Nintendo. They weren't bought, but they started. I am 100% sure that's not true. <laughs> they weren't bought, but yes. But I, I want to say, too, that if it wasn't for Nintendo, that I don't think Monster Hunter World would exist. Because of those Nintendo, with that. those Nintendo games made Monster Like the DS ones were huge, humongous. But Monster Hunter World's really try was huge. Try, try, try ultimate was, was try ultimate was yep. Try was, oh God, I hated the swimming. The swimming was so bad. But regardless, uh, yeah, it's sad to see it because Vita is a good system. If you're able to get one and you do want to play some of those Japan only games, like we played Soul Sacrifice. You have Freedom War, Freedom Wars. I think that's what it was called. You had a lot of bunch of Monster Hunter games that weren't Monster Hunter, but you also, I mean. If you're into the, I'm going to say it, like the Weeaboo games, like the Hatsune Miku games and all that stuff, Vita's right up your alley, man. Uh, That's pretty much all we got in the States for that shit. Like, yeah. they were trying to be competitive with it because I have Uncharted, I have Unit 13, um, you know, I have a few other games for it. But my experience with the Vita, it became a legacy console. Yeah, uh, it had access to the original PSP games, PlayStation One, playing games like Lunar and Guilty yep. Gear, yep. and 
they did come out with a blaze blue game and it was actually pretty pretty decent for the vita uh, but again like you said playstation one I, uh, the other cool I thing can, about the Vita... I can play Mobile Dr- Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> yeah. The other cool thing about the Vita is that you were able to play your PlayStation 4 yeah. off of your Vita. The cross-platform was cool. Uh, the remote play was awesome. It wasn't a bad YouTube and uh, Netflix device either. And it had fucking, at the time, 3G uh, wireless. Yeah. So was it a bad AT&T account? You were able to fucking play that shit. And was that the Vita or was that the go? That was the Vita. The so Vita. the first model of the Vita, the you're one right. that I own. Yeah, you're right. Is the three G model. Yeah. I will never get rid of my Vita. Like there might be a very large layer of dust on it, but I won't get rid of it. <laughs> I got to find my Vita. I have no idea. where. Mine it's is in a nice little microfiber pouch where it doesn't get scratched up. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the Vita is it's sad because the Vita was a very good system and uh, I feel like it should have got it should have got more love in in the in the States. So I I can concur with that. I can definitely concur. with that. TJ, if he's listening to this podcast, that motherfucker is like trying to complete the Vita library. <laughs> it won't be that hard. No, he's getting Does all the, the one, he's getting all the ones from Japan, too. Oh, yeah. He imports some okay. games. Yeah. Okay. You should check out the Discord. He pops up like new shit that uh, he picks up every once in a while. So, yeah. right on. Oh, I forgot to say too for Xeno Crisis, Scotty said he's picking that up for Dreamcast, so we'll have that for the marathon next year. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's what's up. So, but yeah, sadly the Vita, there will not be any more. I couldn't see it really thriving if they tried to do anything. It, unless they did something amazing, the Switch is just like the Switch and the 3DS. Like the 3DS is still. People are still playing the 3DS. I just don't think the handheld market is. And with phones nowadays, too, like nobody's going to buy another handheld. I think that's like the real killer right now because phone games are getting much more advanced. So advanced. It's ridiculous. I'm curious to see because a few, maybe last year, Razer came out with like the first gaming phone. Like the yeah. dedicated to gaming. I saw that at Verizon one time. I almost bought it. I was like, ah, I'll, I'll pick this up. I wanted it. Yeah. I, I wanted it. I almost bought it. It was actually pretty decent. Google Pixel is um, just really good, though. <laughs> but yeah. Was it Razer? I'm trying to remember if it was Razer. It might have been Acer. No, no, no. It wasn't Acer. Uh, no, no. It was Razer. It was Razer. Okay. Razer Phone 2. Um, That came out October of last year. Uh, Razer 2 phone. Sure. I know. Yeah. But yeah, if you're able to find a Vita for pretty cheap and it's in good condition, I'd say pick one up just to kind of check it out. If you're a collector, Mm -hmm. like get you a good deal on it. So it's definitely a really cool piece of hardware to have in your collection. So, but if you, if you just want to play everything that was on the Vita on the TV, try and find you a PlayStation TV. But those I've seen are not cheap anymore. (laughs) No, I was lucky enough. My buddy had one and he sold it to me, I think, for 60 bucks. So I was Mm -hmm. able to get it. But I think they're like well over the hundred dollar range now. So, yeah, Uh, that's all we got for the news. Yep. I think we got too bad. I put the I put the question out super early today. I put them out at like 8 a.m. this day. I did today. I put them in discord fucking crash discord fucking crashed. I put them on the Twitter, too. I put it out on the Twitter. So. 
But I think we got we got I think we got at least one question. We got six. What? Oh, I didn't see the rest of those. Because Scotty always drops five. Scotty got I, when I checked, Scotty hadn't put anything in yet. I just yeah, saw H2Os. Was, he was a last minute clutch man. Well, he was at that convention all day to all day today too. So. Scotty was at a convention. Which one? Uh, I can't remember what the name was, but that's where he went and met Eddie Furlong from Terminator Two, and got him to sign his copy of Brain Scan. <laughs> okay. You, I mean, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I think so. The kid from Terminator Two. Yeah. He yeah, was okay. in. He was in that movie we watched called Brain Scan. Right, and I, I don't know names of people. On the reverse of the inside of the Blu-ray, it has a picture of young Eddie Furlong, and he got him to sign it. Apparently, he was kind of a douchebag about it. So, don't meet your heroes. That's what I, that's a hashtag. Don't, never meet your heroes. Although I would still meet Dave Grohl. I feel like he's a pretty cool dude. I think that's a safe bet. It's a safe one. Yes. So, what are our questions today, sir? Uh, coming from Happy Dude. Uh, if you were given the list of the following games and was told that you could win a million dollars to beat it which one would you play and why there is sonic 06 barbie for the nes or back to future for the I, nes i'm going to take this question and kind of i'm going to take the choices out of it and i'm going to kind of okay. restructure the question so we can still do it what is a game that you know that you don't like or that you know is super fucking hard that you would sit down and try to complete, let's say 100%, because a million dollars is on the line here. Like, what game would you pick that you would sit through and stomach for a million dollars? On my side, I would stomach any fucking game for a million dollars. So, yeah. But I would specifically choose Takeshi's Challenge on the Famicom. You know I own that game, right? I will not play that game unless you give me a million dollars. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! The problem is, um, I know how to beat it. So, well, yeah, everyone's seen the fucking JonTron video. It's hard as fuck, though. Uh, I do own Takeshi's Challenge. No, I would say the one game that you would have to pay me to beat it. Just, just in general, pay me to play this game. Uh, I think it came out in 2012. I don't okay. remember who the developer was. Uh, it is an RPG called Time and Eternity. I do not know if I've ever told you about this, but when you come up for MAGFest, I, I want you to take 45 minutes of your time. That's too much. <laughs> and just play this game. I don't think I want to. play the opening sequence. I don't want to. <laughs> it, it is, in my opinion, my humble opinion, the worst video game I've ever played. Oof. I've played a lot, a lot of bad games. There is nothing quite like that game, in my opinion. It starts off in this really awkward, like anime harem conversation bullshit. Ugh. You're, you're like the captain of this army, or you're somebody in the army, and you're betrothed to. Like the princess of the land, and she's got her three, you know, best friends, and all of them has their uh, by the book anime trope style. You got the Sunder Girl. You got the, you know, all of it. You got your, uh, you know, your big titted slut. You got the smart one. You got the Sundere. 
It's oh, I'm sorry, I didn't pronounce it right. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. But anyway, you die. Well, before that, I should say, like the princess Spoilers. has a pet dragon. <laughs> pet dragon. You find out in like the first thirty minutes. Okay, she's got this pet dragon, and like she'll nuzzle, he'll nuzzle up to the princess, and you're just like thinking to yourself, "God, man, I wish that were me." No, like, bro, you're you're against this bitch. Shut the fuck up. No. But on the day of your wedding, there's an assassination attempt against the princess, and you jump in the way, and you die. Of course. And she starts in your last moments of of consciousness. You hear your fucking uh, fiance start talking to somebody, and it's almost like she's talking to herself. And she find out that she's got like this dual personality shit, kind of like from Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Uh-huh. There's Mithra and Pyra. Right. It's got it's pulling some sort of bullshit like that, but it's ten times worse. And Ugh. you. Your spirit gets put into the dragon. I knew it! <laughs> and you can't communicate with her except in, like, the little dragon noises. And you got to be the fiancé and go save your, your magical boyfriend by going back in time six months. This is Dragon Guard. No, this, 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 this is cancer. <laughs> this is time and eternity. But the uh, thing that really bothers me is that everybody, all the character models are in 2D. They're anime character models. It's a 3D game. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And the combat system is like you have this like bolt action rifle and you have your little dragon guy and you could do magic or you could be far away. You can shoot at them and then you get close and you could like hit them with your buttstock and then back away. Like the combat is is so fucking weird and annoying. Oh, it's a terrible this fucking game. game! Oh yeah. Have you seen it? I've seen. I've always seen this like on the shelf and all that stuff. I remember the cover. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's bad. Oh no, this is bad. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, you're not even a cool dragon. <laughs> no, you're fucking whack. You are like a little baby dumb dragon. Uh, panty shots. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh, this is a terrible game. This is bad. This is awful. Out of the three that he listed, I guess I'd play Sonic 06 because I know I could probably beat Sonic it. Sonic 06. I could beat it. Like, it's, it's a Sonic game. Yeah, I'll get frustrated. The yeah, other I'll probably die in the first stage like 11 times. And if you played that game, you'll know where exactly I'm fucking yeah. talking about. The goddamn auto runner. Yeah. Like, why would you put a fucking... I hate that. I hate that so fucking much. You gotta go fast, The second that you just touch anything, you fucking die. You run into a wall, you fucking die. Yep, yep. I cannot stand that shit. It's not good. Uh, But yeah, the other two are Nintendo games, and Nintendo games, I could probably can confidently say that I would probably legitimately not beat some of those games, because Nintendo... Some of Nintendo games were just fucking hard. But uh, I think anyway, NES wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd, I guess I'd pick Sonic 06. But yeah, if I'm playing for a million dollars, though, I will sit there and stomach the Takeshi challenge. I will do it for a million dollars and I will I will play it until I beat it. Doesn't matter how long I take. Money is a big factor, man. But a million dollars can take care of a lot of things. I mean, uh, I got save states. So no, you're not allowed to use that if it's for a million dollars. I'm using save states. Fuck. 
No. Fuck this old vintage v- gamer bullshit. I gotta restart from the beginning. No. Fuck oh, that. okay. We we see. I, I we, start from the beginning. We see how far everything, every single stage, w- right before the boss. We see how far the actual hardcore gaming goes now with you. I've got three thousand games sitting in that room. I'm not fucking sitting in front of one game just to beat it. Look, I'm sorry that you're a fake. Over I'm sorry over. you're a fake gamer girl. But <laughs> the fake gamer girl. I'm a fucking fraud. <laughs> and I'm not. You've sorry. never even played a Nintendo, have you? Nah. Your dad doesn't work at Nintendo. <laughs> oh man. All right. What's the? I saw these next ones. I maybe I need some more clarification on what these games are that Scotty's asking about. Okay. So piggybacking off of Happy Dude a little bit. What is your Desert Island game? I guess if I only had so, one game to play on a Desert Island? Either that, or what game would you play that's based on a Desert Island? Alright, so the first one. If I'm stuck on an island, and I only have to play one one game on a Desert Island, uh, I would probably pick, like, a, I'd probably pick some kind of Dark Souls or something like that. I get a lot of playtime out of that. I can do a lot of different builds, and I can just play that over and over and over again. Uh, if I'm stuck on a desert island, I can only play one game. I'd pick WoW, so I could tell someone to be like, "Hey, I'm stuck on this desert island. Come save me!" <laughs> Loopholes, motherfucker. <laughs> if uh, my desert island game, if there's one game that I can play for the rest of my life, it would have to be uh, probably a fighting game. Yeah, and it'd be a guilty because year. like. You play an RPG, how many times can you play an RPG over and over again before you're just, like, quoting the fucking game? So, wait, are we alone on this desert island? I would assume so. So, you're just going to play a fighting game nonstop over and over again by yourself? Yeah, because at least the computer can fight back, and I'm not a top-level player. Okay, yeah. So, you know, it's it's different for me, you know? I mean, I'm probably going to pick Guilty Gear X2. Uh, this hard ass Eno fight. <laughs> it's not that hard. In the when you're first playing the fucking game, it's hard. If you, yeah, if you're first playing the fucking game and not knowing how to FD, then yeah, it's a hard fight. Again, Chris, you just use a terminology where a lot of people aren't going to know what that means. Okay, so when you use faultless, defense, no, I don't need you to explain it. <laughs> I don't need you to be the wooly of my podcasts. All right. <laughs> I, I am not the wooly of any podcast. You gotta you need to start growing out some dreadlocks. I'll give you a million dollars to do no. it. <laughs> no. No. Get get away from me. Uh, you fucking filth. What was I gonna say about that though? Uh yeah. It had to be something like that. Like fight I can see that fighting game. Uh yeah, mine would have to be a dark I would want to pick like a Nintendo ga- Super Nintendo game, but then again, like you just playing that nonstop over. Especially like if I picked like Mega Man X. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I beat it. I guess I get to play it again. <laughs> and, and that's that's the point that I'm making. It has to be something where the replay value is there. Yeah. So for me, fighting games have pretty much unlimited replay value as long as there's a decent difficulty. And you can you can substitute Guilty Gear with anything that's that's like that. I mean, I I can sit there and play the second Blaze Blue. Yeah. Into Eternity because that's the best one. People probably people <laughs> people are probably surprised that I didn't say Monster Hunter, but there's a point with Monster Hunter where you're just like, all right, I've had enough Monster Hunter for the day, so I'd probably pick Bloodborne. I like Bloodborne more than I like Dark Souls. 
Okay. Because I like the the Cthulhu shit, and I like the hyper aggressive play. Okay. So that game rewards you on being aggressive. So that's great. I love that. Like when I first realized that, like, oh, if I get hit, if I start attacking it right immediately, I get health back. I was like, oh, oh, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Did you not know that about Bloodborne? Have you ever played? Have nope. you ever, ever played Bloodborne? I've played Bloodborne. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, I've tried to get people to help me play that game because naturally I am a more defensive player. Yeah, that game. Like the way that, that game's that not I like play, that. Yeah, yeah, the way that I play Dark Souls. Is like I'm dodging away mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for my opportunity to just punish. Not and then I, you know, I dodge away again. Not with Bloodborne. Bloodborne is so there's a part after you get hit, you'll see that your health bar doesn't go down automatically. It does, mm-hmm. it does go down to the chunk that you're currently at, but then it has another like shadow, quote unquote, shadow bar behind it that slowly goes down. And if you were to do And if you hit somebody, if you start attacking, it'll refill that bar up to where it's at. So it re- okay. it rewards hyper aggressive play, and it works more on. I didn't know that it works more on parries with the guns. It works more on parries and counters than it does on like dodges and all that. Like dodging is a very big mechanic in the game, but like turtling, like there is in Dark Souls, that really it's it's a bad way to play in that game. That's why I probably didn't get very far in Bloodborne. God, I love Bloodborne's so good. I love Bloodborne. It's super dope. You know, that was, like, some that I was learning with Sekiro. Like, Sekiro yeah. is, is, again, a very hyper-aggressive game. And I almost beat that game. Yeah. It, it's... If you had understood how Bloodborne worked... out of my comfort zone. Yeah. If you had understood how Bloodborne worked before you played Se- Sekiro, you probably would have been a little bit... I, I, I don't know how well you... How good you were at Sekiro, but I feel like it probably would have come a little bit more naturally if you had played Bloodborne a lot mm-hmm. like I had. Like I yeah. they, Bloodborne is the reason I bought a PlayStation Four. Like that game is so fucking good. Like it's at a point now where it's ten bucks. I buy that for people and be like, play this game. Like you need to play this game. It's great. Sadly, we'll probably never get a sequel. So, <laughs> question two: Desert Island show or movie? Uh, a show I could probably get away with like Scrubs or that '70s show. Okay. Because those are just very like you just play it. There's a lot of episodes. There's a lot of good episodes, a lot of good seasons, and you just watch it nonstop over and over again. For the rest of my life, I don't know. That'd be tough. I'll pick a, a and then a movie. <sighs> Movies are tough because if you gotta watch it nonstop, uh, I don't know. I don't know about a movie. I don't really have a movie that I'd I want to watch the rest of my life. For a movie, it'd probably be the usual suspects. Yeah, that was not bad. I almost picked up Snatch today. It was in a Snatch is a great fucking movie. Well, That'd be my number two. It was in a uh it was a steel book at Best Buy, but when I picked it up, it was the only one left, and I I when I picked it up, I could feel the Blu ray moving. So it had popped mm. out and I'm like, nah, yeah. let's put you back. <laughs> uh I don't know for uh, a movie though. Show show I'd probably go with generation. I think it's Generation Kill. That's what I go with. Okay. Uh, Generation Kill is the, I think it's a five or six part miniseries that was on HBO discussing the uh, second recon battalion Uh, going into uh, Baghdad. 
if you want to go with a TV show that would last you a long time, and by the time you finished it, you probably forgot the first episode, would probably be One Piece. Because that has like 700 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a movie? Nah, I don't really have a movie. Like, I guess if I, I would like, I would watch Tremors all, all over and over again. I could watch that movie nonstop. What is Tremors? That's the movie with Kevin Bacon. The movie with the uh, the the sandworms underneath the ground that eat you if you make vibrations. I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's uh oh yeah you were that was uh, a podcast I did with Scotty, but yeah it's one of my top five favorite horror movies. It's like a monster movie. It's a really good okay. movie. It's a really I like it. It's it's a good movie. Right on. We gotta do. We should do some kind of like watch a movie and drink while we're at Magfest or something like that and just. I just realized this is the first podcast that I've been on that I've been sober in weeks. It's because you got that sinus infection, boy. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Let's blaze through the rest of these questions. We're already getting like two hours again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Desert Island anime. Oh, well, I know you said one, one piece. piece. Yeah. Uh, for me, you do Naruto, too. No, I couldn't do. Well, that. I'm just saying for sure. If you wanted to watch a lot of shit and just have a lot of shit to watch. I, you'd have mm-hmm. to pick one of those, yeah. I'd probably go with Yu Yu Hakusho. That one's a good one. You got a good five solid seasons on there. Well, three to four solid seasons. Four? I think there's five seasons because they do another dark tournament at one point. It's not a dark tournament. Well, they do another tournament at one point. They do do another tournament. And it's 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 eh. it's not as good as the uh, dark. That's tournament. That's really with the the arc with Ryzen. Yeah. With Yusuke's father. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like Jojo. Like if we're, if we're going off of ones that I absolutely like, I'd probably pick like currently I'd probably pick like Jojo or uh, My Hero Academia, which season four has started. and I haven't watched any of it yet. Mm-hmm. Started back in October. But yeah, that's it for my anime. Uh, what game would your Fast and Furious car have in it? Wait, what? Like the guy playing Gran Turismo in the first one. What? What game oh, would Fast okay. and Furious car have in it? <laughs> I get it. Because in the first one, the guy had a PlayStation like 1 or a PlayStation 2. And he was, like when they were getting ready for the race, they showed him. Of course, he was the Asian guy. And he was uh, he was playing a racing game you in know, his car. I've only ever seen shit like that where they put actual video game consoles in cars on Pimp My Ride. Yeah. Oh, this was like the hey, like this was the heyday of that era. Because the first, okay. the first uh, Fast and the Furious came out like I want to say late '90s, early 2000s. Because I think the second one came out in 2001. But yeah, uh, my game, I don't know. I'd probably just go old school with like Mega Man X or something, like something quick I could play. Of course. Yeah. Uh, or I would go with a, would, a Super Nintendo. I would keep the racing theme, kinda. I choose Ray Tracers. That's good. I pick Mario Kart. <laughs> Let's see. Fast and the Furious uh, came out in 2001. Okay. Yep. Uh, what do you think was in Edwards Furlong's vaporing at Steel City College? Oh, 100% weed. <laughs> 100% weed. Like, if you've ever seen, Chris, you probably won't under, like get this as much, but like looking at Eddie Furlong pictures now... It's some kind of, it's something stronger than tobacco or nicotine or anything like that. 
Eddie Furlong looks really rough nowadays, and I'm pretty sure he only does the conventions to make money. Let me see. Let me see if I can get you a picture real quick, Chris. I, I, I'll look it up. Here's a good one. Here's a real good one. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> now, granted, that's probably someone probably purposely took a really bad picture of him. But, uh, yeah, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. That's old. Uh, that's Time has not been kind to that's him. That's John Connor from Terminator 2. So, <laughs> no, he, he was one of those childhood actors that it just went. Ri- he, he's another. He's a Jake Lloyd. <laughs> he's a young Anakin. Holy shit. Yeah, man. It was not a good time for him. Yeah. 100%. Okay. 100% some kind of uh, illegal substance. Well, depending on what city he, or what state he was in, it might not be illegal, but something. Something was in that he shit. He has not starred in any show or movie since 2016. Uh, can you make that image the image for our podcast? <laughs> this? Yes. <laughs> Please, like, I want to be able to post that on Tuesday when it comes out. And I just, that's the, this face, like, of Eddie Furlong that we have right here is basically what I imagine people just listening to our podcast, like, the face they make. They're just like, God damn it, here they go again. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, man, he's, it's. He's right. And when you look at him when he was younger, like once he got a little bit older from term, he wasn't like an ugly dude. Like he was a very like he should have done better like what in like the 90s and stuff like that. But I don't know. He, people got some people have weird things that happen to him in their lives. So I don't know, man. Shit's shit is cray. He's definitely making his money off, off of the uh, Terminator and going to. Going to conventions and shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ! Some of these are real bad pictures of him. I can't. I gotta. I gotta stop doing that, man. Injustice like that. Yeah, that's a. That's the. I want to think that's the picture or that's the face he made when Scotty walked up with his brain scan copy. (laughs) (laughs) It just went. God damn it. Of of all the things that you're that I'm, I was in Terminator Two, and like, yeah, we know that was it. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's great, man. That is. That's great. fucking amazing. All right, man. What do you got going on this week besides dying from every disease all the time? Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking. Know. You got the worst uh, immune system I've ever seen. Game next month. <laughs> the <laughs> maybe I have AIDS. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try to play some Damon X Machina. I've been really wanting to play it. Um, continued Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, try to get some Death Stranding in because I have not played any Death Stranding since the first time that I played it. That's not my kind of game. I don't think I'll be picking that up and playing that. So That's fine. It's uh, all fine. I'll be playing some more. Uh, I'll be playing the Takeover a couple times. I'm going to be in Austin. I've got... I think I've got something I got to do every fucking night because people want to be like, oh, I'm being awesome. We should meet up and have dinner. So, like, I think I have a dinner mm-hmm. on Monday. I have a Christmas dinner for my team on Thursday. Somebody else wants to meet up on Tuesday or Wednesday. So I'm going to try and get clips out. We'll see. 
I've been doing the YouTube clips. We've been getting some good YouTube clips. Uh, we got two out this week. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go check out the Scrubverse podcast YouTube. And you can check out some of the clips that we have from last few episodes. But yeah, uh, I'll be, unfortunately, since I'm jumping on a plane, I'll probably be playing Pokemon. So now I need to get away from it. I've been wanting to play some de- Dead Cells. And uh, I bought I bought a bunch of games on Steam on the Steam sale. I got like I got a lot of games that we can play with Parsec, like Stick Fight. And I bought a. You ever heard of a game called what is it Red Red Out or Red Hot? Red, I think it's Red Out. Are you talking about the racing game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wipeout S game. Yeah, I have. That. I got it for like thirteen bucks because I I played the demo and I really liked it. It's like it's like Wipeout and F Zero mixed together. And okay. it was really fun. I liked it. I picked up a bunch. I picked up Spelunky for like two bucks because I saw Giant Bomb play it. You know, everyone talks about that game, and I just have not gotten around to playing it. I'm gonna sit down and play it uh, on PC or something like that. So, but yeah, I'll be playing more Monster Hunter. I'm taking a PlayStation Four with me, like I always do when I go to Austin. I'm gonna hit up some half price books, see what I can find on some deals. And uh, I got to get my wife something for Christmas. I'm going to take that time to get her something while I'm away from her. So, yeah, that's all I got going on, man. My mind went blank for a second, so I guess that's it. Thanks for tuning in to the Scrubverse Podcast. If you would like to keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at Scrubverse Podcast, at Vetted Games, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at scrubversepodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description.